lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Oh, by the way, did anybody else read this or was it just me? No, no, I read it. Alright. Yeah. I did not. I was about to say we might be glossing over it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I liked it. Alright. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't remember everything in it that well because I also had to read like fucking four Wolverine books. Oh, uh, well, three I'll, I'll end up reading it eventually. Hyperbole. Or I'll probably end up reading it today. I got it here, but I was reading that Shatterstar. You never hear low hyperbole. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I think that you'd be like underselling stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to this issue of Mex Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. Yeah, nah. I'm way too proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're uh, we're gonna go over the amazing Nightcrawler issue one, uh, Wolverine Infinity Watch, Return of Wolverine five, Dead Man Logan number four, Uncanny X Men number twelve. Also co-starred by Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Does that need to be said? <laughs> Every X Men book is co-starred by yeah. Wolverine. Let's just not say. Uh, it. Not Bendis is uncanny. Wolverine could go fuck himself. Yeah. During that. Wolverine makes dead him- during that. Uh, yes and no. Not at first. He's still part of Wolverine. Will you, you not punch your microphone? <laughs> well, it's the boom, Tony, and I wasn't trying to. I was trying to bring in the it. boom over here. <laughs> no, Wolverine made a minor guest appearance in Uncanny. All right, that was a feature. Not this that? current one. This current no, one. No, no, He's no. A that was it. No, that's a feature. Yeah, there's like two characters. <laughs> it was Cyclops featuring Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, yeah. we're also going to be going over God Loves, Man Kills, uh, and that'll be pretty much the content for today. But uh, did I think I you said that there's some news that you? Oh yeah, Justin's doing Shatterstar, and I think I'm you not going to. Was... No, I was asking if we had any news. Oh, um, but for the Shatterstar, I'm not going to like go over, do an overview, just more like a review, just to say how I felt about it and some highlights of it or whatever. Probably be right. so badly just wanted to go. It was good. Yeah, probably. And then we move on. It was. I mean, we could, but nobody would ever listen to this at all. Because like, literally, if if Justin did them all, it would just be like, yeah, it's pretty good. For yeah. every single book. Yeah. It's good. Me it, and you would be like, eh. I liked it. Some of them. It'll range from like a 7 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, his scale, his scale only goes to like 7 to 12. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it only drops to 7 if like there are multiple Wolverines in that issue. Yeah, yes. or if it's Phoenix, Phoenix Resurrection. It's one of those things, once you zoom out, you see it's actually a fucking Wolverine scale. You thought I was rating how good it was. It was really just how many Wolverines were in there. Yeah. It's like there was only seven Wolverines in this, so it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Wolverine, I guess we'll just get his stuff out of the way here. Yeah, sure. Um, so, Dead Man Logan, like I, uh, I was saying earlier, holy shit, they just rag on Hawkeye so much in this book, and it's fucking incredible. That's um, great. He's just... <laughs> Everybody just is so hard on Hawkeye. Um, they're doing it in Al Ewing's run, too, with Hawkeye. They're just shitting all over him. Oh, uh, cool. For the Avengers. It's fucked up. Yeah. I don't mind. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he says, he's like, I'm, I stand with gods and I shoot sticks. <laughs> but uh, Even Hawkeye rags on Hawkeye. Yeah, he walks on him. That was one of the great parts of uh, Age of Ultron, where he was just like, come on, we're on a fucking floating island. I'm shooting bow and arrows. None of this makes sense. Yeah. Just get out there and do the thing. Like, 
Hawkeye's, uh, so when Dead Man Logan, Hawkeye's like so nervous in this at the beginning. Because in the last issue, the, uh, Wolverine freaked out, attacked the Avengers, thinking that they were uh, the Sinister Six, uh-huh. and they stopped him. And then uh, Mysterio thought, uh, or he, Mysterio overheard uh, all the bad guys saying that they were going to kill him once they were done with the plan. So uh, Wolverine's like in this tube, Hawkeye's like all nervous and he just wants coffee. And the coffee's taking forever to brew. And he's like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And it's finally done. He picks up the coffee pot. And he hears, like, a uh, voice saying, like, oh, like, I've been looking for you everywhere. And he drops the coffee pot and he looks at his cat. And he's like, what did you say? The <laughs> <laughs> um, Mysterio, like, comes through the window. He's like, yeah, I've been looking for you. He's like, Jesus, man, you made me spill my coffee. And I thought my cat was talking to me. <laughs> so... That's great. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Mysterio asks him, he's like, all right, yeah, these guys are going to be killing me once they're done. I didn't want to do any of this in the first place. Like, can I hang out with y'all? <laughs> like, maybe, you know, I help you defeat them. We stop Wolverine from fucking killing everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then a bunch of nothing kind of happens. And then, uh, finally they take, Wolverine wakes up and Hawkeye wants to take, um, Mysterio to see Wolverine so that they can go end everything. Uh, but he knows that if uh, Mysterio is seen, that Logan will just kill him without even thinking. Right. So uh, he's like, yeah, you got to disguise yourself. So he disguises himself as Professor X. And he's like, no, nah, he's dead. And then he's like, Cyclops. And he's like, ah, I think he's dead too. And then he's like, Gene. And he's like, <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> like he turns into... Uh, Cable, he's like, he's dead too, I'm pretty sure. And then he turns to some random dude, he's like, I don't even know who that is. He turned into Leech. Leech? Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right, yeah. I wasn't sure, but Hawkeye's like, Leech. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. And then finally, he uh, he turns into Jubilee. And uh, if you've been keeping up with Dead Man Logan, you know, like, the, pretty much the only person that Wolverine's hanging out with is Glob Herman and Jubilee. So he walks in there as Jubilee. There's two Jubilees, so he instantly attacks the series. That's great. <laughs> um, so they they get him to calm down, and then they uh, they form the plan to like go attack um, like Miss Sinister and uh, the Red Skull's daughter and Crossbones. And that was pretty much the end of the issue. Was them like taking off to do that. Okay. Um, just for, uh, I guess, clarification, in Old Man Logan initially, isn't it Mysterio who causes him to kill the X-Men? So isn't that the whole point of all this, why he hates Mysterio and is trying to kill him? Yeah, the um, the main people that ruined everything from Logan's perspective in Old Man Logan is uh, Mysterio because he made them all kill everybody. Yeah. Uh, Red Skull, because he was like, uh, uh, fuck, what was Red Skull doing? He There was like a cult of Red Skull or something, and a bunch of followers of him. That makes sense. Um, and then, Sounds uh, like some Red Skull shit. The Hulk was a part of, like, this gang that controlled everything. Like, he was the leader of that gang. Okay. And then, um, fuck, there was somebody else. I can't remember it right now but it's basically he has the whole list of all those people like bruce banner um uh and he's gonna take them out before they could possibly yeah cause him to do the terrible things they made him do uh interesting though 
How does he kill Banner if Banner is the immortal Hulk? Uh, they haven't gotten to that. Because <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's going to be uh, like, fun. Like, well, because uh, uh, the Hulk I've been reading right now, he's been in hell. Yeah. So. Which I got to catch up on that, too. So yeah. as soon as you're you're good on those, I'd yeah. like to read them. Please. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> Grovel. <laughs> I think you'll probably meet Hulk around, uh, what is it, issue 12? When he fucking dies, that'll be good. Yeah, either that or the Hulk just won't be in it. And, like, he's going to be like, ah, maybe Quentin Beck's not that bad. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, because the whole thing, it, it, it's, uh, the whole thing with it is that he's trying to stop all these supervillains from teaming up. Because that's what happened in the old man and Logan timeline. Is all the supervillains were like, hey, why don't we just work together and then we can actually defeat the good guys. Because the good guys are always working together. And then yeah. they do that, and then, like... And then it works. Yeah, it works like, really fucking well. Oh, shit. So Wolverine's <laughs> like, I don't want that to happen, so I'm going to go kill Quentin Beck. But because he's running around killing a bunch of people looking for Quentin Beck, Miss Sinister reads his mind, and she's like, that's a fucking good idea. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> we should <laughs> team together and kill everybody. <laughs> Apparently, it works, and we have proof. Yeah. Oh, man, that is interesting. I still feel like, how how would they win though? Because uh, before, like it wasn't great people matching up. Like the the people Mysterio had fought before were like Spider Man and uh, Daredevil. Were like illusions don't really do much to Daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they have they have innate senses that allow them to not be fooled yeah. by illusions. Yeah, um, where like in some people won't be thinking like so does Wolverine, but. Uh, Qu- uh, Quentin Beck, I keep on wanting to say choir. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Beck can manipulate smells too. He can make you smell yeah. uh, like the other people. Like if he dresses up as uh, somebody else, he can make himself smell like that person too. Right. Uh, and Wolverine's very unreasonable, so like he's just gonna attack. Yeah. Got to think Quentin Beck's probably sniffing a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not as much as Logan. Yeah, but, I mean, true. also, if you think about it... But he can sniff from far away. Quentin Beck's got to get, like, up close. He's just, like, yeah, he's just He's got their underwear. <laughs> you walk in, he's in your fucking dirty clothes basket and shit. That's why you can't see through that fishbowl. It's just filled with people's underwear. I didn't know he was Japanese. It's racist, sir. Wait, is it, though? Because they do have those vending machines. I'm not saying all Japanese people do that. I'm just saying they've commoditized it. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, I'm not gonna now? argue with you. They've made it a commodity. Underwear and vending machines? You didn't know? Yeah, that? no. It's like a staple of Japanese culture. <laughs> no, I didn't hear about this. It's like that, and then and, like, like those those glass tables that they like sit used, under that people shit on. But used underwear, like not used. Yeah, like it's not like hey, you need underwear, vending machine. That's convenient. Yeah. Like if you shart, that's like. Oh man, I'm so I'm in luck because you're not giving machine. it the credit. You're saying used underwear. This is soiled underwear. Okay, yeah, he's okay. But really, and this is Max. I can't even believe this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, uh-huh. my mind's blown. Yeah, man. I'm like, who the fuck is buying this? First of all, there's how much some, does it cost? There's some <laughs> there's some weird perversions in uh, Japanese culture for some reason. But it's that prevalent that it'd be in a vending machine. Just lost me. Um, <laughs> the demand, I guess, is that high. At least about as high as, like, a Diet Coke, you know? Just, like, the demand of these Wolverine <laughs> comics. 
right? Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck. I was going to say something, too, and now I... This whole talk of, like, vending machine underwear is, like, completely derailed my train of thought. Exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Here, we'll... Uh, it was pertaining... Okay, so what were you talking about uh, that... Oh, okay. Why are <laughs> you talking about Quentin Beck snipping people? <laughs> no, no, but right before that. Okay, so it makes sense, though, that the villains would win. Because think about how many times a single villain is giving a whole team of heroes a hard time. So if you just had all those heavy hitters, like if you had five different Magneto-level bad guys, whatever normal you know team would take them on would get smashed so long as those bad guys were working in concert with one another and not like constantly trying to one up the other and then because that's why the teams always fail initially is because they try to get over on one another because they're all terrible yeah like imagine if you had thanos just to take out the hulk yeah instead of like trying to take on everybody and you you match up everybody you were like all right you always fight spider-man He's been whooping your ass. Maybe we push you on Hawkeye. <laughs> it's just like a lot of, it's just writing shit. It's plot relevant or whatever because you can say the same thing vice versa. You could take one guy like Emma Frost or whatever who could have defeated that villain easily by herself. But somehow we're going a whole fucking arc and this one villain has taken on the whole X-Men. Um, who are you talking about? Like any fucking villain ever. Because yeah, as soon as you become a good guy, you lose your. When you're a telepath, like telepaths, <laughs> could stop people way more often than they do. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Oh, found out another thing, though. So, uh, apparently, Psylocke had one point where she really wanted to bang Cyclops. Yeah. So that's another psychic that wants to be in his pants. Oh yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. In the nineties. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Psychics love him, man. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a sexy. He wanted her too. <laughs> he's got a sexy imagination. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they love seeing everything in yellow. Yeah, that's probably what it is. getting his you mind. Just, and... You hurt your own feelings. I, I know a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you have any more on uh, Dead, Dead Man, Man Logan? Logan? Yeah. Uh, no, but I got a lot more on Wolverine. <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, do you want to talk about Shatterstar first, or should we? Oh, just no, do... just finish this. Just Wolverine. finish off right Wolverine. Off. Yeah. Alright, so the other two books that we have, because I'm not reading Hulk Vereens. If you guys want to cover that, you can. I um, was thinking they should make one that was called Hulk Eye. <laughs> it was just That's that man Logan. A dude with a giant, like engorged eyeball. It kills half eyes. I, I don't know, I guess. I, I don't I don't have anything else around this. It's just like it's Hawkeye and Hulk. I could easily so, see that happening yeah. in Al Ewing's run. Sure. There, there's a lot of weird shit. There's been a giant brain attacking him. So. Oh, wow. Well, not Martha. a giant brain, just a moving brain uh, on a spine. Anyway, Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious because when you say that, it it's like, doesn't sound that crazy because we just had Martha and we just had the Martha. car cops, <laughs> which were big-ass fucking brains like just floating the, around. And, and cop cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With death... Machines all around them. Yeah. Comics are stupid. They are. <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends on who's writing them, and sometimes they write yeah. some stupid shit. Yeah, so, um, I'm going to kind of gloss over what happened in uh, Return of Wolverine because it was just kind of 
to end the series book. Oh, okay. So, so this is the end of Return of Wolverine? Yeah. He's returned? Yeah. They're good? Yes. <laughs> okay. And they actually explain, all right, because you know how I've been talking about how it doesn't make any fucking sense, how Wolverine uh, in, like, the Infinity books... Yeah. And then, like, Wolverine and the X-Men books and the Return of Wolverine, Wolverine don't make any sense together. Is it, like, that secretly he's Jamie Madrox? No. Oh, okay. He's that not a Joker either. Uh, no, no. I hate that DC did I like that. how you, you, you didn't say you. You went, oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. Um, but, yeah, this bridges the gap between all that, so finally it makes some fucking sense. Okay, so Hot Claws. Our Phoenix? Uh, I didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> uh, they kind of, well, they kind of touch on that in Infinity Watch. Okay. Um, but uh, also they don't. <laughs> um, so we still don't know why? Well, if if that's not the reason, it's stupid. It's yeah. stupid no matter how you fucking look at it. Well, yeah. But, um, so this, what happened in this, because uh, in the last issues there was the chick who... Um, Raise people from the dead and control their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the last issue, she brought Logan on the spaceship um, to kind of, like, try to get him to recruit into her secret society she's trying to build. Yeah. Because she's trying to wipe out everybody on Earth and start over. That makes sense. And it's weird no superheroes recognize this, and he just, like, wandered upon it but you know comics yeah also to be fair there's so many bad guys they're all i know there's a lot of people but there's there's, it's gonna get dumber Uh, (laughs) because it's not just a secret spaceship there's satellites all over the world that are aimed at the earth how does tony stark not know about these yeah exactly uh so wolverine uh she wants wolverine to have a new beginning in her new society he tells her to go fuck herself uh, jumps out of the spaceship, <laughs> fucking claws his way into another room in the spaceship, and um, gets a guy on the computer to crash all the satellites. Um, it, the only one left that can do any damage is the one that they're in. Uh, guy in the chair. You always got to beware of the guy in the chair. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of guys in a bunch of chairs. They're in like, the computer room. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's always, like, computer hacker stuff, and then it's, like, they can, like, sway your victory or your defeat for some reason. I know, but we're three oh. guys in chairs right now, and I don't want people to not trust us. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sending the wrong message out there. Yeah, yeah. trust us. Yeah, trust us. Maybe he's trying to say we always come through with the victory, guys yeah. in chairs, bringing it home. <laughs> but that didn't happen in this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, the guy, uh, the guy, um, stalking, he, the dude's obviously, like, pretty cool with the whole genocide thing and the yeah. restarting society. And then Wolverine, like, pops claws. He's like, you're going to fucking bring down all the satellites. So the guy's like, okay. <laughs> and he brings down all the satellites. And then uh, he's like, is there anything left that can do damage? He's like, well, the one we're in can. And he's like, well, I guess we're fucking going down then. Yeah. And then, like, they try to stop him, yada, yada, yada. Wolverine fucking kills a bunch of people. Uh, brings the satellite down uh, into the water. Blows up, and uh, Return of Wolverine. He, like, gets found by a fishing boat. Uh, and then he, he goes to the X-Mansion at the end of this. Okay. Um, so... Wait, there is an X-Mansion? I'm getting to that. <laughs> I wish they would have found him frozen in a block of ice. <laughs> like, 40 years later. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so, so Infinity Watch. Wolverine Infinity Watch takes place right after Return of Wolverine. Okay. Um. Oh, one last thing I should mention about Return of Wolverine. He unlocks all of his memories, like all of his different versions of himself. He unlocks them all except for Berserker Rage. Okay. He keeps that one caged up still, and that one's like, I'll fucking kill you! Yeah, it makes sense. He's like, well, that's exactly why you're locked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me to come here and you're going to stab me and then expect me to come here. <laughs> I'm going to stab you. <laughs> so, uh, Wolverine Infinity Watch. Uh, Wolverine's showing up at the mansion. He knocks on the door. and Well, as he's about to knock on the door, the door opens up and Jean Grey's there. Oh. And um, she's like, oh, I miss you so much. And he's like, yeah, I miss you guys too. But you're not Gene, and he fucking stabs her in the side, and it's Loki, and the mansion is just crumbled. Okay, makes sense, because yeah. I was like, well, how is there a mansion? Yeah, and right. Loki's like, ah, oh, you dick, you stabbed me. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you were pretending to be Gene. I kind of stab her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, he doesn't say that. <laughs> but that's also true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Wolverine doesn't know anything about... Uh, you know, when you think about it, Scott has every right to not want Wolverine around his wife. He just stabs her yeah. <laughs> all the time. Either with his claws or his penis. <laughs> uh, so, Wolverine... Uh, <laughs> and when you think about it, what's the real difference? His claws are just like six penises. It's all just a symbol of his toxic masculinity and all that jazz. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I don't know. Devin need to stop the last, the last one. But, um, so, uh, future Wolverine shows up with the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Uh, because, like, you know, Logan and fucking... To avoid confusion, I'm gonna future Wolverine will be Wolverine, and I'll call current Wolverine Logan. Okay. All right. So That's um, a solid plan. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, so um, Logan and Loki. That's gonna be weird. <laughs> they're uh, they're arguing. <laughs> There's something over, cracks in your plan. Well, because uh, Loki's like, "Hey, you stole uh, the Infinity Stone when I was gonna take it. Like, what the fuck?" And Logan's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. I didn't take any uh, Infinity Stone. And then Portal opens up. Future Wolverine steps out. He's like, I took your Infinity Stone, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I guess I did. And um, so like, uh, it turned out that Future Wolverine sent Loki to... Uh, like, he stopped Loki from finding the Infinity Stones. Because in the original timeline, if you read Infinity Wars... Uh, in the original timeline, Loki found uh, that stone instead of Wolverine. Uh-huh. And he, um, uh, basically everything happened the way it did, except Loki fucked everything up instead of trying to help. Oh, okay. And it went really south. And what was funny is every time they'd show what would happen, it would have the little star there, and it'd be like, not seen in Infinity Wars number one, or like, yeah, one of the issues. Because... It was undone by Wolverine. Yeah, because it wasn't so yeah. seat. Uh, yeah. So that it pretty much is just future Wolverine showing up, giving exposition about why uh, he did what he did, 
and what like he thought giving it to Black Widow would stop everything, but it just changed a little bit, and Loki got stuck in that dimension anyway. Uh, except he eventually gets out, and um, that was pretty much it. There wasn't. It was more just an explanation about like all oh, future Wolverine with the Phoenix Force there. So is this the beginning of Infinity Watch? Yeah, I, I believe so. So this is future Wolverine with the Phoenix Force and a fucking stone? No. Okay. This is future Wolverine. Uh, the only time future Wolverine matters in this, he shows up to tell current Wolverine, or Logan, uh, what his part in everything for Infinity Wars was, and to like tell Loki, Loki that. And he gives them this jewel-encrusted bat, and he's like, you're going to need this. And then he... Oh, I know what that is. He fucks off, and they're like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to go die, bub. And then, yeah, that's the end of the book. The jewel-encrusted bat, though. Yeah. There's a whole run, uh, Amazing Wolverine and Spider-Man, where they're time-traveling because of that bat. Yeah. Astonishing? Uh, yeah, astonishing, astonishing, uh, Wolverine and Spider-Man. It's weird. It yeah. was good. It was good, though. But, yeah, that's the end of the Wolverine books, so you guys can be relieved we don't have to talk about Wolverine anymore. I mean, until the next issue of those. And, and until the other. Talk about Uncanny. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, we don't have to talk about just Wolverine. <laughs> All right. True. He's only a guest appearance anyway. So. <laughs> God damn it, man. Um, you're in such denial. Small guest verse on wanna, Cyclops track. Featuring. Yeah. Want to review uh, Shatterstar then? Yeah. All right. So Shatterstar was like five... Five issues. It just ended, uh, I think, a few weeks ago. Um, we got Shatterstar. Is I don't know if you guys know much about him. I didn't read anything until then. Yeah. He's Gavidra Seven. The most I know about Shatterstar is he's from uh, Mojo World and he's an asshole. And I think he's bisexual. Yeah. Yep. That's about it. That's all I know about. Him. That he's a fucking dick. <laughs> like everybody like talks about how his much his swords of a dick he got is. two blades and he goes both ways. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> did you mean to rhyme that, or did that just kind of work out perfectly for you? Yeah. It's, yes. It's his tagline. <laughs> it kind of all just happened there. It's on the front of the book. <laughs> <laughs> he's got two blades and he goes both ways. <laughs> this sword, I do remember thinking too, like those are some dope ass swords. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you expect one blade on a sword. Nuh-uh. Two. And then it's like, plus like spiky brass knuckle, like, parts on it. It's, it's like how in, how in Die, how they, they gotta make everything fucking extra for that one character in Die. So oh, he's yeah. got a vape pen that's also brass knuckles. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was actually very, very uh, well written, written by Tim Seeley. So it kind of gives you the backstory on him. He was a uh, Gravidra 7, a uh, humanoid, genetically modified humanoid from Mojo World. 100 years in the future and he was modified specifically to be like a super badass in the gladiatorial ring so that they can get like good ratings and shit and uh yeah he did all that super badass he actually wasn't a dick in the book um no weird that's like his main characteristic from what i've heard about him at least no i've honestly never seen him be a dick so maybe it's just deadpool thinks he's a dick maybe yeah, no, I mean, he's supposed to be full of himself, but yeah, he wasn't a dick because his whole thing was, the whole book was based around him trying to save his tenants. He's a fucking landlord now, which was hilarious because he loved that title. He was like, I'm a landlord. He thought he was <laughs> like, I'm the lord of lands. <laughs> yeah, he was like, this title people would fucking Respect. slaughter for well, in the last time, world. The last time we saw him was uh, 
the Mojo crossover, right, between gold and blue? I am the Lord yeah. of Lands. I think so. Oh, man. I am the Lord So, yeah, this whole thing is uh, somebody from his past, this girl who he used to date named Gringrave, comes back, ends up uh, kidnapping his whole, like, all of his tenants. And it's really all orchestrated by, uh, what's that, Grandmaster orchestrates this shit. So he ends up going to Mojo Jeff World Bobo. and... Yeah. yeah, Grandmaster was badass in that thing. He fucking kills Shatterstar and brings him right back. Um, but not yeah. I'm, I wasn't supposed to get all into it, but it was good as shit. I'll just say that. Yes. I thought the point was you were getting into all. I wasn't gonna go all no, into he said it. He didn't want to get. I was like, I'm not gonna go it. into it. Then yeah. I'm fucking zooming into it. I wanted to. Not... Long story short, here's my biography. Yeah, I didn't want to spoil it for people to actually read it because it was a really good book. So, yeah, it was based off that. You get a lot of backstory from him. You get some, uh, like, romance between him and Richter. All we do is spoil stuff before people right. But they didn't um, actually go in. They did, like, the perfect amount of, like, interactions between him and Richter. So, yeah, overall it was a uh, very I hate good that book. name. Richter? Yes. I, I'm constantly feeling like it's someone who wanted to name their child Victor and Rick. And we're like, what's the worst way that I can get both of these things? It's and they were like, oh, Richter. <laughs> it reminds me of the Amanda show where they'd have the characters like, I am Victor. Oh. That's his last name, though. So. I, yeah. I don't, is he Mexican? No, he's not Mexican, is he? What is he? His I, name's I think Julio. He's, I think he's Hispanic in some way. Well, yeah, his name's Julio. Yeah. Doesn't look white either. You'd so. think we'd know, considering yeah. Mexman. Surprised. He's oh. an X-Men cast uh, member who uh, is Hispanic, and we don't know. I've actually never read him on a team except for, like, it's here and there. Well, isn't he supposed to be uh, a New Mutant? No. Yeah. He wasn't on New Mutants when I read it. I could have swore he was a New Mutant, though, at some point. Oh, because he... Richter's in that group where Darkstar gets killed in uh, Morrison's run. Yeah, that was X-Corp shit. He might have been in like the second iteration. We all wear masks, me, about (laughs) mutants. What's funny about that? Oh, fuck. What was I watching or reading? I was reading something. No, I was reading something and they referenced that line like this week. (laughs) Was it Nightcrawler? That is such a great line. (laughs) Did Nightcrawler reference it and that's why it's in your head? Yeah, he did. Does he? Yes, because he's talking to that one chick about uh, on the weather on the movie set, and he's like, "Oh, I thought you stopped wearing masks." And uh, he ends up saying, "He's like, no, yeah, in one way or another, we all wear masks." Son of a bitch! Did that happen? <laughs> it did. We all wear masks, metaphorically speaking. I think that's. Okay, so I didn't know. Just cut the silence here. Shatterstar can open up portals to different like dimensions. It's fucking his mutant power, or whatever. Okay, he said. All right, he he says that we're living in a world without masks. I appreciate when you don't wear one. And she's like, oh. And then he's like, not that we don't all have masks from time to time. So he does say it in yeah. a really convoluted way. Yeah, it's like how in. Uh... Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, how uh, he they try to give you 
uh, with great power comes great responsibility, or no, we, but with, they just kind of rub the dick around the tip or whatever. Or what uh, just recently they did in it's Spider-Man. Yeah, they keep on doing it with Spider-Man. Yeah, where he doesn't say, he's like, you know when you got the ability to do a thing and then you don't do yeah. a thing and now it's your fault that you didn't do that thing? But that's what it is. And it's like, just say the line, man. Charlie it's a great Sheen, line. Charlie Sheen's dad did the same thing, though, when he's like... When you can do something to help somebody and you don't, like, you are the problem in society. You have a more obligation, a responsibility. And it's like, why can't you just say the line? Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Because they did it once. <laughs> but so what? That's iconic. That stays. Yeah. Which, by the way, Uncle Ben doesn't say that. No? Is that a paraphrase? No, Stan Lee says it. Oh. In the first issue of Spider-Man, Stan Lee says it at the end, so I don't know how Spider-Man figured it out. You're telling me Uncle Ben never said that? Not in the first issue, he, and he's dead by the end of the first issue. They probably retconned it at some point. Probably. I'm sure they did, it's just... Where it's like, one day, Ben was talking to Peter and was like, you know, those people with power, they got loads of responsibility. You could say with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> it's like he's being an asshole and he's like smirking the whole time. He's like, you could say. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm sure they retcon that just like they do yeah. Xavier's legs all the fucking time. I'd almost guarantee that they did retcon it. It's just, I thought I, I think that's interesting that it's famous for Uncle Ben saying it, but it was yeah. just Stan Lee in a box. And it's also Stanley in the box. I'm, I'm yeah. just imagining Stanley was in a cardboard box. <laughs> but also, the line isn't with great power comes great responsibility. It's uh, at that moment he realized that with great power there must also come great responsibility. Oh fuck you! <laughs> fuck you for the, the for line's cher- different for nitpicking. Oh fuck you! They nitpick. They they picked out what they wanted. Yeah. I'm quoting Stan Lee. It's He's sp- in a box. We have to be serious in the Spider-Man podcast, Whoa. guys. <laughs> yeah. We can't but be fucking he around. Is though? I'd be. I'd That's be so dark. If this became a Spider-Man podcast, did you not realize what you just said? That's dark as fuck. <laughs> he isn't. A, he's dead now. You don't know that. You don't know if they cremated him. So, yeah. okay, so it could be a jar. Stan I mean, Lee in Stan a jar. Lee, they- <laughs> They might have they might have stuffed them and preserved them for all we know. Oh wow! All right, let's stop doing this before we lose any fans. I'm just show, saying, you want to you want to you oh. might be like in a glass tube. Somebody smoked those ashes. Oh my god! Now I'm just thinking of Method Man talking, like having a conversation with Stanley. Mikey, you should edit all this out. <laughs> all right, I'm going to talk about Amazing Nightcrawler now. Uh yeah. All right. You want to go because I kind of talked about a lot of things. No, it's your book. It's your book to cover. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have four books. <laughs> it's your book to cover. I'll just like you, you know. had none. I got notes. I got notes. I'll share. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I love how you act like I don't do this every episode. <laughs> Nightcrawler is an actor. <laughs> That's about fucking it. <laughs> he don't really do anything. He fucks a girl. And uh, that's bad. Oh, yeah, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, like, the only thing I can think about that really... Because it's just him talking about, all like, oh, being an actor's cool. Like, he's pretty great, right? Like, and everybody oh, but, loves me. So, all right, so you're not getting why that's significant, then? Yeah, because everybody... I mean, I understand that everybody's all freaked out about him in the real world, and now he's, like, this giant... Everybody loves him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Of the hated and feared, he's the most hated and feared. Yeah, but that doesn't make and anything so suddenly happen. He's in the, the book exact opposite. That, like to go over, he's just, it's just kind of him talking to. What's him realizing that one extreme isn't better than the other extreme? Yeah. Well, well, it is better. Yeah, it's way better. <laughs> he gets laid in this one. But you're not supposed to. It's illegal. Yeah, but where he can, he doesn't. <laughs> so he can't get it right. That's the point, Tony. <laughs> At least you know what? he's getting his dick wet. Uh, that I chick would have never fucked him in the real world. I think it's interesting that we're missing one of the Stepford Cuckoos. Yeah. Um, Was only two? Yep. Yeah. And I love how they're um, they're the they're what keeps the studio running. Yeah, and the public despises them because they're flaunting that they're sisters. Yeah, because nobody's sisters. Because everyone's pod people. Yeah. No. Pod. Yeah. People. So it's like, how dare they share this disgusting thing? Yeah. How are they sisters then? Just because they got because pod they right existed there. before everybody was pod. Yeah. People. There's like this ambiguous. Before time and present day, where like before the world was the way it was, and there was hatred and fear, oh, and okay. then the X Men fought some amazing brave fight that's ambiguous and yeah. not kind of understood. implied they exterminated all humans. Kind of, yeah, it kind of implies like a happy extermination, yeah. and that now everyone's segregated to living on their own. Magneto was right. Shit's crazy. Yeah, it is. Um. But it's also interesting that in a world where you're not allowed to have sex, they still do have sex and romance in theater. Yeah, well, they also have uh, action and violence, and they're not supposed to have, like, violence in that yeah. either. So it's weird that they're consuming the media that... Yeah, but, yeah, but it's also, it's like, that's not... Well, because they say, they say many times in it, like, we're living out a fantasy. This is, like, we're doing what other people can't do. We're allowing... Yeah them to experience it without actually having to experience it it's like real life who would have thought yeah, i guess but it's just weird that like because her power is sort of like a low-grade shape-shifting and so for the show she's just like increased her size her hair volume her breasts and her hips and ass like they're all just bigger and then at the end of the show she tells Kurt that she's going to slip into something more comfortable and she just shrinks down to normal size. That's where he has the whole, like, I appreciate when you don't wear a mask uh, line. And that's the girl he bangs? Yeah. We all wear masks. <laughs> I, I even thought that when I read that. I was like, uh, did they seriously <laughs> throw that in there? Um, I just thought it was interesting, though, that that's, that X-Man would allow that to exist in his world. Because you can argue that it's propaganda for what he's yeah. not allowing. I think he views it more as um, that's how people are getting their fill of it. Because like he knows that. So like, people... if you watch a school shooting, you won't then shoot a school. It's like prohibition. Well, it's like the they uh, they say people who actually like fixate on violence in video games. Because I'm just to be saying, like, if I watch porn, I kind of want to then go have sex. It doesn't have the opposite effect. Not if you like, just no, jerked it. Yeah, if you watch porn, you had just jerked it. <laughs> then you don't give a fuck about having sex anymore. And you can jerk off. Well, you can jerk off in X-Men's universe? Yeah. Did, does anyone ever actually reference that you can? They they, they never said you can't come. <laughs> they they just said you that can't you come can't. can't come in somebody. They just said that you can't 
be with somebody. You can jerk your dick as much as you want. They didn't say you can't come on somebody. <laughs> oh. They might as well have. You can't. You can only come near them. And there went our last 12 listeners. Unassisted. <laughs> we had 12? <laughs> we count as three. The editor counts as one. So eight. And, you know, because my family's big, I just made them listen to the whole thing. And that's when they cut it off. <laughs> it's like, all right, no. Played it during a family gathering and shit. Yeah. I'm, I doubt your family made it this far. And... <laughs> No, I just had it playing at the house, and then they just cut it off at that point. <laughs> they cut the power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that you're basically... You're like Kanye sitting in his house listening to his own music. <laughs> you're like, these guys are dope. <laughs> these guys are dope. <laughs> oh, man. But basically, that is all it is. Uh, he's a famous actor who's all like... Oh man, this is a drag yeah. having to do stuff, and then he bangs the, his yeah. co-star. He goes to this award ceremony, and there's uh, a crying girl. Yeah, he hears this crying girl, so he he bamps over to her, and he's like, "Hey, why are you crying?" She's like, "It's stupid." And he's like, "Nay, no, you're not." <laughs> and like, why are you crying? <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> but she's like, you know, I just want to get into the award show, so like he just fucking gets her into the award show, which. Kids should just do that from now on. They should just <laughs> right. hang outside just and hang cry. outside and cry. Yeah. Like, I wanted to be there. Because apparently you just get in. And also, this is like a perfect world where yeah. like they even go out of their way to say, all the people who are here wanted to be here. Yeah. No tickets were sold. No tickets were yeah, got they for were, free and resold. They were a prize, which... Yeah. I was... As soon as I read that, I was like, how does that guarantee that anybody there wants to be there? Because, like, if, like... Well, you'd have oh, to apply for the drawing of a prize. Yeah, is, but, is like... It wouldn't stop, like, um, companies from getting tickets and then being like, all right, we're going to make this employee go because we need it covered. And that person like, ugh, fine, I'll go. Yeah, but even you have those, like, uh, family-hating mutants, which is interesting. They always have to have somebody hating somebody. So now it's like, oh, everyone's a mutant, but now... It's like the mutants who hate people who ha- were alive through procreation. Mm-hmm. And, they uh, never go into what anybody's powers are either. Just oh like yeah, it's like random mutations. Yeah. Like oh, you're a mutant because you have to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, they did a little bit. Cause, um, I can't remember who it was, but uh, somebody who like creates illusions was like the special effects person. Yeah, yeah. The, Which that was cool. He was the set designer. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, uh, and I liked the part where. Um, the one, the one girl, uh, who turns to fire, I'm forgetting her name. Um, uh, Magma. Yeah, but I'm, her real name is it Amora. Amara. Amara, uh, Equela. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the point where she shows up and she's correcting, uh, Nightcrawler on something and he's like, hello, Amara. Yes, Amara. And he's just answering like that. And she's like, you never argue with her. And he's like... Yeah, I kind of make it a point not to argue with anyone who can turn themselves on fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think she, like, I forget exactly what she does. Yeah. But, like, the people are like, oh, they're sisters. Yeah. Like, what are they doing being sisters? <laughs> like, <laughs> flaunting it. Yeah. Like, existing of their what, sisters. What are those guys' powers? <laughs> yeah, but, our, but my point, though, with them is that, see, they were assholes about that. You would expect that they're there. As curmudgeons. Yeah. That maybe if anyone is being forced by their company to just show up and cover an event, it's them. 
but Nightcrawler just bamps over and does some flips, and they're all like, oh my god, it's so amazing. <laughs> so, we like, they're total, like, fanning yeah, out. It's the amazing Nightcrawler. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I think everyone there is legitimately into Nightcrawler for no real reason. Uh, what I will say about uh, this cover and uh, what bugs me about this cover is that um, they really made me think before they did the uh, the, the Age of X-Man book. Uh-huh. Before that came out, they really made me think that it was going to be Nightcrawler doing like Spider-Man shit. Oh yeah. And fuck you for not giving me that book. I I see. Yeah. And also they go out of their way to remind you that part of his his powers are wall crawling. Yeah. And then teleporting. But that's why I got this cover cuz it's better. That does look dope. And it's the only and the only reason I bought the book actually was for this cover because it goes in a set of all the variants. Like, if you look up the uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one from, like, 2014, it's pretty much that cover. Yeah, so I like that original because it doesn't oh, play cool. on a cover. Um, yeah, and he he's kind of the opposite of Spider-Man in this book. Uh, I kind of feel like I've ran out of things to talk about with this. Yeah, <laughs> there's, not a, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. We've but, pulled um, a lot more than I thought we would, but, yeah. Going back a little bit. And I know I promise no more Wolverine. Oh, God. I just have to talk about this cover for a second. Just because, um, and I think uh, you'll hate this, too. Um, Thank you. Look at the fucking knuckles on how shitty the blades are. Like, yeah. That looks so bad. Well, for some reason, the index finger is the tiny finger, and the pinky finger is the big finger. Like, they did it well, backwards. that and... The placement of the blades in between the stones, it doesn't make any sense. You know what's funny? Is that they had LaRocca go back and fix the hand for Wolverine on that uncanny. Did they? Uh, yeah. So it doesn't look like he has five fingers. It looks like he has four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they made him go back and fix that? Yeah. Because I remember counting it out with uh, Andy at Comic City one day, and he's like, holy shit, yeah, that's either one giant-ass, like, uh, Ninja Turtle finger in the middle there, or he's got five fingers. And then we went over the re- uh, the book after it came out, and it's... Oh, uh, wait. That's... That's not that similar. That's pretty similar. I mean, well, just him swinging forward with a bunch of fucking buildings in the background and then how the... Okay, yeah, but that's any generic Spider-Man uh, cover, man. Exactly. That looks yeah. like every generic Spider-Man cover. All right, I'll give you that. I thought you meant like they were doing that thing they do where it's like pose for pose. No, it wasn't like okay. pose for pose. It was just like, you guys are clearly trying to make me think of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why. Um... Yeah, because he's above the city, like above the building, kind of like how Spider-Man thing is. Yeah. I like the foot gloves for some reason. Like, I like that they're <laughs> gloves, basically. They, they he's got, like, those workout shoes? <laughs> yeah. All I don't right. know. For some uh, reason, I like, just think it looks kind of cool on him. So, I think we pretty much exhausted these four. Yeah. Which means we can move yeah. on to Uncanny X-Men. <laughs> yeah. Cyclops. Where, where Wolverine is featuring. Featuring. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Stop hitting the table. <laughs> that was my knee, man. My bad. Man, I, I have to say the uh, the art for Uncanny has been, like, some of the best X-Men art I've ever seen. Salvador La Roca is really good. 
he's just being weird with knuckles and fingers but yeah. <laughs> for covers but recently, but he's really good. I, I like how he draws Cyclops more than I think I've ever seen Cyclops be drawn. I think because, and I brought this up to uh, off, off the air to Justin, I think that after, because watching X2, because that's another thing we actually didn't say we were covering. Is that we watched X two? Yeah, we're doing the comparison got, yeah. of X uh, X two to God, God loves, loves Man Kills. Which, um, <laughs> I mean, next week Justin can do that uh, for Gifted and uh, X Men three because he watched <laughs> X Men three after. Uh, and I really think that only the Cure sets up Gifted. I think the rest of it's all coming from Morrison. But um, wait, what for oh. X three? I think the the whole cure thing is the only thing coming from astonishing. Yeah, well, everything yeah, else feels like because it's more I'm I'm pretty sure they were still in Whedon's run of astonishing. If not, it was just after Whedon's run of astonishing that that movie started being filmed. Okay, because uh, astonishing came out like what 2004. I think someone was just like, "Hey, here's X Men comics," and they read them, and then they cherry picked what they like. Where they were, they didn't get the the well, story yeah. of what uh, Morrison was doing, which to be yeah. fair, probably most people didn't. <laughs> well, and then oh, we should table this for when we're talking about. Yeah, all right, yeah, sure, <laughs> whatever. We got to talk about Uncanny first. But, but anyway, to get back to what Scott looks like in the book, yeah, um, I feel like he kind of looks like James Marsden, like face from like the visor down. Like the structure of his face, watching X two, and then looks having like just read Wood. Wolverine. There's one panel where Wolverine looks real weird. Like, but like right here, that's just Clint Eastwood. I thought that was an Asian guy, but okay. But that's what uh, the scrunch. Okay. Clint Eastwood face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's just straight Clint Eastwood there. I like his uh, Wolverine art more than I like his Cyclops art. I, I, may, I think it's maybe because like them adding in. The panel, a little bit longer hair instead of him just being straight laced, yeah. short hair. It gives him more character. It also makes him look like, like a real person. Yeah. Uh, watching, because that was another problem. He doesn't with, look like standard white guy. Now he looks like Cyclops. Watching X2, Wolverine looks like he does his hair. And the Who else is going to do it? No, no, but his Gene. whole... He his, says in the movie, Gene will do his hair. <laughs> Xavier does. Yeah, he, he says in the braid movie. It. I'll um, have Gene braid your hair. No, 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 but I mean that that's not a naturally occurring thing to a person's hair. So, like, if you're just this ruggish rogue of a person who doesn't really care about their yeah. appearance, why are you quaffing your hair he's in such tried, a specific way? He's trying to make it look like he doesn't try too hard. <laughs> he's doing the Jeff Winger. <laughs> He, he, I'm just saying it looks like he's got a bunch of hairspray in, which obviously he does. But for that character in those scenes, it doesn't make sense. But I like that now they're just drawing them like, oh, no, they're just people. And they're people who are dealing with shit. Yeah. Like, so when their hair is wet, it looks wet. When they're, like, moving, like, they're not, you know, in a mirror, you know, dressing up before they go out. Yeah, they don't have. They have to run out. Um, they're like firemen. Yeah, they don't have time to like do shit. I mean, it's even interesting too. They don't have time you know to put how on many a guys costume. We lost the pole holes this year. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Why are you doing that? My issue is just right there out in the open. Yeah, I didn't know that. Why are you pointing it out, Mikey? Edit point. 
He won't. I told him just to hit all the dead air. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> no, I, I we'll like talk the to art. Him again. <laughs> I like the artist, but I really don't. I'm not feeling that same uh, love you guys are, to be honest. Of LaRocca? For the art? Yeah. It's man. great art, but I would not say it was the best X Men art, nor would I say it was the best Cyclops. I'm not saying it's the best X Men art. I just think it's, it's really good. It's and the first time I really that. felt that Cyclops has like a. Distinctive uh, face. Yeah, like a characteristic, like, that's him. Instead of just being, like... Generic white guy? Yeah, just a sweater and some glasses. There are some guys who do... You just... You haven't gotten into the Utopia stuff, and there are some artists that draw Cyclops pretty uniquely. Oh, like, I like that. The, him getting out of the van and that. He looks like... So... I don't know, I mean, he just looks different. All right, maybe we should talk about what happens in Uncanny. Yeah. So, the end of Uncanny uh, number 11, Wolverine and Cyclops have their big um, Anchorman fight with all the the purifiers and the the Reavers Reavers. and and even, like, random, like, way back. With the Channel 7 news. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they, like, basically massacre them. And, uh... It ends with Wolverine going, now that we're caught up, we got a lot of work to do. And then this picks up with Wolverine stitching up uh, Cyclops because he doesn't have a healing factor. And he got stabbed a whole bunch. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Scott's going on about how he never should have been uh, leader of the X-Men. He could see all the mistakes he made now so clearly. Sees them in yellow. God damn it. Fuck you. I feel like that one personally hurt Justin. It was like one too many, man. It was crossed the line. Yeah. We're only hurting ourselves. I know. That was like the little feather that you pick up in Skyrim that just over encumbers you. Yeah, you pretty anymore. much does it. Just a little thing too much. Right where you're at, we got Sad Boy Clops back, and I don't like that. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. I feel like they can't decide if he's sad or not because it it goes from him being like, oh, I was wrong and I'm sad. And then he's like, fuck that. I'm doing what I need to do. And then I'm sad. (laughs) I think it's because it's continued failure, right? He wanted someone to show up. And the only person who showed up was Wolverine. It's like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. I I honestly don't think he thought anybody was going to show up. I thought he was just trying to kill himself. No, I don't think that's true. He shaved, he he put on his astonishing X-Men uniform and his new X-Men jacket. He was ready to to <laughs> <He's> shown out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was ready to impress. Uh, um <laughs> This is like, why'd you brush your teeth before you hung yourself? <laughs> <laughs> but uh I I like uh Wolverine saying like I wasn't your biggest cheerleader uh, back then, so I don't know why you're saying this to me, but uh, you did okay. Yeah, I like <laughs> yeah. that too. Yeah. Where he was like, where in his own way, even he was saying like, all right, you're, maybe you're going a little too far, man. Just fucking shut the fuck up. Being too much of a whiny bitch right now. Well, yeah, he was starting at that pity party. Yeah. And that's true. Wolverine is not the person to be trying to, <laughs> to you know, be start fair, the pity party with. To be fair, all of his friends are dead. Yeah, yeah but he no, wasn't no, crying exactly. about that. <laughs> Well, no, no, he, is, to cry about. he is because he's blaming himself for it all. He's 
because he feels all of his actions yeah. ultimately led to the X-Men not existing anymore. Well, and also he had a choice to go help them. That he is, thought they were going to be fine. Yeah, he yeah, thought they'd true. pull through, and he knew he had to save the regular yeah. people. Oh, fucked up. Revolutionary yeah. Scott, he's back. <laughs> no, I think this is him admitting that he can't go back to doing that, and that, that was the problem. I did like, because there was a contrast there. He's like, oh, I'm going to cry. And then he's like, oh, I'm super badass. Fuck you, Wolverine. He's like, oh, I'll just do this myself. Well, I like there was... Okay, so what happens is... Yeah, I'm surprised you guys aren't jizzing all over yourselves over uh, them adding to the team. Oh, well, we're not there yet. That's yeah, we're not there yeah. yet. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't gotten Foreplay. there yet. Foreplay. You don't Foreplay. jizz all over yourself. You wait till they come first. Maybe you don't then jizz you all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little premature ejaculation here. You got to get one out of the way first. <laughs> I already think way too much just talk. On this you should just started right off the bat. Yeah, so magic shows up. Just All right, so how did it start? Just talk is a great name for a podcast. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, so they. Why are you doing that? I'm putting it away. <laughs> you know it makes it worse when you do that. <laughs> Does it, though? Yes, it makes it so much worse. <laughs> anyway. You're the worst. <laughs> anyway, so jizzing all over ourselves. No, uh, um, <laughs> Wolverine says he knows where to find some more mutants because Scott's talking about how the X-Men are done. There are no more. No. And he's like, actually, I know where there's a few. <laughs> and it turns out, one, which used to um chaperone the x-men uh have kidnapped and experimented do they pronounce the it remaining. one or is it o and e it's o and e but they're one yeah, yeah. they pronounce it one like, like shield yeah <clears throat> i can remember everything which i what does one stand for again i don't remember what or whatever uh, wolverine shows up um, to a couple of guys from one who were talking shit about, uh, you know, seeing mutants in the field, scared and capturing them. And he's like, I'm trying to figure out which one of you guys I'm going to kill because I only need one of you alive. And then he kills the guy who's wearing a hat, obviously, because he dresses up like him and he's wearing the hat. And they're trying to bring in this truck onto he, this he base. He just killed that guy because he wanted the hat. <laughs> <laughs> It was a red hat, so it could have been MAGA. You don't know. <laughs> Which, I don't know if I, I think I brought it up to you, but between uh, Trump and Limbiscuit, like, red hats have had it really bad. Oh, I know. I I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you say that as I'm wearing a red hat. I know. I yeah, like, Ash. You've got white in it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help. And also, Ash is terrible. Ash sucks. How dare you? He, come on. How dare you? Come on. How dare you? Come on. How dare you? I went out of my way to dress like Ash. Well, maybe one tournament that he's won. And I think um, you're just jealous, you man. You are dressed like just fucking Ash. Ash wants to be the very best server is. Yeah, yeah. but Red is and the And it makes you best. intimidated. I think that's what it is. I'm not intimidated by a 10-year-old. <laughs> by a perpetual I think Ash Ketchum has you in your feels, man. Hey, he's like 14 now. I've, I've won way more Pokemon tournaments. Than <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that wannabe. <laughs> yeah. My Charizard listens to me. Oh, man. His Charizard listens to him now, too, when no, he sees it. Yeah, now that it's not with him anymore. Uh, anyway, so one. So, yeah. So, 
they're trying to sneak a truck onto the base and the guy's like, all right, well, you're not on the schedule, so I got to call this in and we got to check the back. And the guy's like, are you sure? You can just wave us through. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. And then he's like, all right, they're in here. <laughs> they're trying to sneak in. And then, so they just shoot the shit out of it. And I like that Wolverine's like, the one time I make a plan. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure as it was being shot up and both of them were being shot up, Wolverine was stabbing that guy. Probably. <laughs> and like Cyclops was probably in the back hearing it all. Like, the one time he makes a plan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. They were getting shot up and mid-shoot, Wolverine's like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I like how Wolverine's plan is the most generic plan. Yeah. <laughs> Disguise yourself as a... Like, maybe Cyclops should have killed the other guy and dressed up as him. <laughs> I think that would have been more of a giveaway, though. It's like, why are you wearing red sunglasses at night? Just put fucking clips. Uh, like, they can change the color. Just put clips over them. Yeah, true. Even then, why are you wearing sunglasses at night? Put yellow clips <laughs> over the... But, uh... They, they go around back. They think they have it pinned down. Um, it's kind and of then Cyclops just blasts through because, of course, he does. That yeah. was a dope it scene. That's what he does. Yeah. That panel was great because you it like shows the the red brake lights on the back. And then it shows it's like drawn the same color, him blasting through the back. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then they fight. They, they take out all the one officers that are there. That almost sounds that sound like an oxymoron almost. All the yeah. one. That's why yeah. I've just been calling him Owenie. Yeah. Uh, and then they find these like yellow and grayish black sentinels that attack them, quote unquote. And Wolverine stabs into one yeah. and Cyclops I mean, it, is black. It totally attacked him. It threw his head through cement. No, no. It did because he kept attacking. Oh, yeah. He attacked them and they were saying, stop, please. And then he attacked again. And then the other one smashed his head. And there's like, I, I like the banter. Between uh, Wolverine and Cyclops up to this point. like They're buddy the copping. Yeah. Because um, he's like, uh, Scott's like, they're not as aggressive as they normally are. And he's like, says the guy they didn't just shove through concrete or whatever. And uh, then he smells the blood on his claws, which is a weird thing for Wolverine to do. But I guess, yeah. you know, whatever. And then he's like, wait a minute. They're not Sentinels. They're bleeding. And he's like, Sentinels don't bleed. And he's like, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. And they open it up, and it's Strong Guy. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out that the new mutants uh, got sick with some virus. Techno-organic virus. Yeah. And O&E was like, oh, we're going to help you. Psych. We're going to take you and make you into some Sentinel shit for us. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fucked up. The X-Men, just they just keep getting screwed over by the government. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Man. Like, different divisions. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't have one. Like, these fuck were, the mutants. And this was the division that was supposed to help them. Yeah. And they're like, nah. This was we, the one we division were, that yeah, was supposed to help them. <laughs> oh, well, kind of S.H.I.E.L.D. But S.H.I.E.L.D. did the same shit. You know, no, that's... When you, when you read Bendis' run, you'll get how S.H.I.E.L.D gave no fucks well yeah they didn't give a fuck but they're supposed to be the one that kind of gives a fuck yeah <laughs> well i <laughs> their whole thing is like superhero relations yeah but i mean one's whole thing was mutant relations so they go, yeah. they go another step further so yeah i i i get your pun i think it was worth it thanks yeah <laughs> a little late <laughs> Um, 
So what else happened? Strong guys. Strong, yeah. Strong guy. You taking it from there? Uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All you said was strong guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to continue it. Then I was like, oh, do you want to say it now? Well, I, was, I left it up to you. <laughs> that was a bookmark. Strong guy. He's like, he's like if there was a, a baton race and somebody like reached him exhausted, he grabbed the baton, switched hands, and then <laughs> it to the next guy. He's like, whoa. Except, oh, shit. <laughs> except not even. Switched hands and handed it back to the same guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did you like that break? <laughs> Go back at it. Uh, anyway, anyway um, they they open up the other Sentinels and it's like uh, Danny Moonstar and uh, Karma, like all the, the people from New Mutants. Yeah. And they're like, there's more. And they go to another, uh, like a cell, well, a few cells, and they're releasing all these other mutants. And they get to one where it's uh, Wolfsbane and Magic. And they're like, yeah, these inhibitor collars are, like, stopping us. But also, we figure, because we're shapeshifters, maybe uh, that's why the the virus didn't affect us the same. So we're sick, but we're not yeah. powerless. So their, like, cells are changing. Or yeah. Um, and then before they go to escape, Magic's like, uh, Scott, one more. we got to go. And then it turns out Havoc, when he's arrested at the end of no. Astonishing, he's... Uh, turn into some weird sort of battery so that's pretty <laughs> shitty uh and then so obviously they get him down and he's like am i dead now because he doesn't know that his brother's alive and he's like no nah, you're not dead and you know it's x-men shit i'm back <laughs> everyone else is dead though yeah isn't karma back from the dead too like, like, yeah. literally to everybody karma. but us <laughs> yeah <laughs> um because i thought yeah i thought she was dead yeah. shan yeah i'm not sure I assume that's who that third person was that they opened up in the Sentinel. That was Shan because they talked about, like, welcome back, Shan. So they kind of mentioned it, like, as if she's been gone. Oh, okay. I just took it as welcome back from the Sentinel guts. Yeah. Yeah. And then they find, like, Madrox uh, dupes yeah. that are stuck around. And they do, they, they just... look old and grizzled. They remind me of Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> <laughs> they're not supposed to be around that long. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, they plant bombs in them and they just fucking start exploding. Yeah, and that's crazy. Uh, and then that actually kills Strong oh, Guy. That, it, there's so many implications with Multiple Man yeah. that, like, there's gotta be, like, random duplicates everywhere that he has no idea where they are. It seems like it. Yeah, who just decided, fuck this, I'm not going back. And just live yeah. their own lives. Yeah, well, and, like, you think he would have... Uh, something where he, like, knew where all of them are. He has no fucking idea. No. No. Because they, they all end up making their own decisions and have their own, like, personality. Yeah, traits. which is a really bad idea. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of Madrox lately. Yeah. Well, we're not getting, in a good way. There's a couple characters that they're what? trying to build up in general. They're like Madrox. They're, uh, there's a lot of him. You, a lot of Namor has been around. You'd figure you'd get a lot of him, though. He's the multiple man. <laughs> no, that's true. You, you, you <laughs> wanted that joke it so badly. So bad. You. <laughs> it was what do you think it. I interrupted you so much? <laughs> yeah, they seem like they're trying to take it back because that's why we got the Cyclops and Wolverine together and the old New Mutants team. Yeah. Although, I do... I, I like the way Magic was. I don't really like her back with the whole, like, you know, <clears throat> silver armor arm and the small sword. 
Oh yeah, I don't like the small. I like the soul sword much better. Yeah, the the, the big like claymore. Yeah, the big one. fuck off yellow sword. Yeah, Final Fantasy sword. Yeah, the yeah, one that's much. right behind you. Yeah, that one. Um, but I like her leading the new mutants. Yeah, that's and it makes sense too because she's been uh, with like the main team for so long with the X Men. So you'd think she'd be up for like some sort of leadership role. Yeah, and it's they're, not, they're not really kids anymore, so it's not like a kid book. It's a fucking just another X Men book almost. Yeah, um, and so the book ends with like they're all getting ready to pour it out because the power shuts down. So the, whatever they had that was stopping Magic's ability is stopped. And then I'm about to get there, man. I'm not saying it and showing it. I'm showing you. <laughs> like as if you're you, rushing me. How do you not realize that your reactions to things are so much worse than the things? <laughs> anyway, so they're getting ready to leave, and Havoc's like, no, nah, I'm staying, because I'm blowing all the shit up. And they're like, we gotta go now. And he's like, ah, fine. And then it turns out that he did blow all the shit up. And the He, like, trips backwards into a, a portal. Yeah. It's like, oh, just fucking is gone. Uh, and then the, was it Colonel Callahan or whatever, like, shows up, or general. I don't remember if he's a colonel or a general. Uh, and he's like, and they're like, this facility is not usable anymore. And he's like, I can fucking see that. General. And general Callahan. He's like, all right, uh, I guess the X-Men are back. <laughs> the, and that's yeah. the end of the book. <laughs> I guess. He sounds so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I guess this fucking piece back or whatever. Yeah, Strong Guy's dead. I just want to say that again. You know what? Good, because yeah. his name is Strong Guy. That is a, that is a dumbass name. <laughs> it is a dumbass name. I don't and know. You know what? He has dumbass hair. I said it. <sighs> That's dumbass hair. It is dumbass hair. I have to agree. I don't know why Strong Guy is any worse than something like Superman, but it somehow is. Because Superman... Strong guy is literally if you took Superman and you, you were lazy, you opened up a thesaurus. <laughs> pretty much. Well, you got tons of Power what's Man. A, what's Superman? Ultraman. Strong guy. Yeah, pretty much. Tough dude. Yeah. <laughs> they need another one. Tough dude. Yeah, tough dude. Tough bro. <laughs> Get not, like not sucks very much, guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be a really long book title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not sucks very much guy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Not Lazarus. But instead, not sucks very much guy. Money. You need hasty man. man. You think maybe you want to stop hitting your mic? No. Oh, the way you rub that just gets me all excited. <laughs> I like the way you work. Or no diggity. Where's the... <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're about to go into, uh... I gotta leave, like, right now for, like, two seconds, and I have the whole overview, so... Yeah. Talk about something else. Well, um, yeah, New Mutants. Yeah, I didn't read Dead Souls yet. Did you read Dead Souls? No, I can't find the fucking issues. But I did, uh, I did hit up a con this weekend. That was pretty fucking awesome. I got the issues, uh, the two issues of Days of Future Past, and... The first two issues of uh, Dark Phoenix. Oh, nice. From where? Uh, there was a con going on this weekend. Where? Which, uh, it was only like $10 to get in. It was like Macomb Community College. Oh, nice. But it was actually like a pretty decent con. I thought it was going to be shit. 
Because, like, the biggest name that they had there was, like, Jim Ross from uh, wrestling. Nice. <laughs> he was like, it, they, their big tagline was that they had to cast the Sesame Street. That's why you went? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what enticed you. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan was there. Shit. Yeah. Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I pretty much just wanted to um, get some of those issues. Yeah, I got the first appearance Apocalypse. Nice. That was that X Factor? Yep. Yeah, and uh, first appearance, Emma Frost, Kitty Pride, Sebastian Shaw. I think it's also his first appearance. So then you got a good few of those uh, Dark Phoenix issues, uh, right? Well, uh, Sebastian Shaw, uh, Emma Frost, and Kitty Pride all debut in the first issue. Oh, okay. And then the second issue is Dazzler's first appearance. Which, uh, when I got that, I was like, Justin's going to be so mad. Yeah, <laughs> you're like the one person that'd be jealous over Dazzler's no, first appearance. Everyone fucking loves Dazzler. <laughs> you know, I found out that uh, in 2011 they almost made a Dazzler movie. Okay. And they have a script you can read online. It's like 11 pages of a script. A new script? Because they have a script for a 1980s movie of Dazzler. Um, Maybe it was a... I, I know the, the article I read was from like 2011. It was written by Jim Shooter. Yeah, that's the one... Oh, yeah, that's the old-ass script. And you can tell because yeah. it was, like, super sexist. Some dude fucking conks her on the head. Yeah, it's supposed to have Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield yeah. in it. Dude conks her on the head caveman style, drags her away, and then she wakes up and makes out with him. That's not how you meet women? She's like, oh, he's handsome. Do you think that maybe um, we get that phrase conk because cavemen were using conch shells to knock women over the head? I don't think so. Oh, okay. It was just thought. My caveman knowledge isn't as strong as yours. <laughs> yeah, Devin reads caveman comics. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go over God Loves, Man Kills? Yeah, no. Alright, so we're calling it here then? Yeah. <laughs> hey, go ahead and do the overview. Alright, so God Loves, Man Kills. I'm eating this. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're just waiting to sabotage it. <laughs> oh, fuck, we get it. You got a loud car. Shit. You need to change your muffler. We understand. <laughs> it's not like that's a high horsepower truck or anything. His muffler sucks. That's why he's making know, yeah. noises. <laughs> and he's like, I sound so cool. I know. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, God love... God loves man kills. He only loved. <laughs> Just one, uh, one time. Written by Chris Claremont and uh, who's the artist again? Because I know Neil Adams was going to do it. Which oh man, those those pages look so dope too. Um, you wrote down like six pages in your overview and you didn't write who the artist was. Brent Eric no. Anderson. Yeah, Brent Anderson. Eric. <laughs> Enrique. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so it opens with the purifiers uh, being introduced by killing two children who are fleeing them, whose family, like parents, they've already murdered. And then as a symbol to what's going to happen to the mutants, you know, in the coming days, they hang their bodies in this playground on a swing set. So, you know, it starts pretty fucking dark. And then uh, Magneto finds their bodies and lets them down. I'm assuming he then gives them a burial, but... We're not showing that. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so, considering that you said that he lets him down. 
<laughs> so nice. I mean, he gets them now. He didn't let, he, I'm sure they were not upset with him. <laughs> I mean, they don't look very happy. So. Some antics. No. Yeah. There are some antics they were, going on here. They were already let down by society. Yeah. Um, Wait, way to hold a mirror up to uh, society, Devin. <laughs> the X Men, specifically Kitty Pride. Uh, are at the same time dealing with racist ideology being spread by William Stryker and his ministry, uh, specifically like this one guy at like a dance studio she's at. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, that same night, the professor, uh, Professor Xavier, is on ABC News to debate. When did when did this come out? William Stryker, eighty three, eighty three. All right, so there's no chance that. Good vibrations was playing at that dance. God damn it, man! <laughs> I just had to make sure. Because <laughs> I'm picturing this argument happening. It's like, you got that Bro, I, I was so specific about this overview to get it out quickly, and this is why it slows it down. Yeah, <laughs> this is our format. <laughs> yeah, you fucking me up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally our format. <laughs> Professor Xavier is on ABC News to debate uh, Striker about. Mutants, and the debate is biased towards Stryker. The X-Men at home watching are angered by the outcome and then hit the danger room. At the same time, Professor Xavier, Cyclops, and Storm are ambushed by Stryker's purifiers when they leave the the news studio. The X-Men left at the mansion learn of the supposed death in in a car accident of Xavier and the others and decide that it isn't true. Because, you know, they go there and Wolverine sniffs around. And he's like, these are bodies, but they're not their bodies. <laughs> Something to put. Yeah, and it's not Xavier's. <laughs> uh, and while tracking the purifiers, they're aided by Magneto, who allies himself with the X-Men to stop Stryker. Because he's already mad, because, you know, dead kids. Yeah. It usually gets people upset. Most people aren't cool about that. Yeah. I mean, Some Stryker are. was cool. Yeah. About well, it. he was for it. Yeah, he's an advocate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> hello, I'm here to talk to you about dead kids. Meanwhile, and there's this little side adventure that happens with uh, Kitty Pride and Ilyana um, where they find out why Stryker knows so much about the X-Men in the mansion is because there's like some high-tech camera that was set in place to spy on them. And so Shadowcat's like, hey, let's like – fuck it up, and then wait to see who comes to, comes to fix it. And sure enough, purifiers come to fix it. They kidnap Ilyana, and then Shadowcat, like, follows them. And there's this whole convoluted thing about them almost killing Shadowcat and then her getting away from it, uh, which it then leads into a very racist area in the story, but we'll talk about that right after this. Um, Not if Justin has anything to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, Stryker reveals... To not exactly Xavier because Xavier's like in a weird mind coma thing, but he reveals to the reader, "Are you okay?" I was wondering about you because you were staring right at yourself. I wasn't. I looked. You were looking that way first, and I, I looked, looked over there because you were. Do you see how your things make it worse? <laughs> Let's do the overview. Whatever. Uh, oh my god. Alright, maybe Mikey cut this part. Fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, Stryker reveals to the audience that he was once in the United States military and his wife was pregnant when they were in a, a sudden car accident and she goes into labor. So on the side of the road outside of this car accident, which is a miracle, like it didn't blow up or anything, uh, he then uh, assists with the birth only to find out that his baby is a mutant. And so then he kills the baby and then he breaks his wife's neck and then he's like, we're all going to die. And then he sets his car, the wreckage to explode. Then he's blown free of the wreckage and then takes it as an omen that it wasn't his bad. (laughs) So he's like, all right, it's time to eradicate all mutants then. Yeah, he's like, must have been the milkman's baby. (laughs) Which, if I learned anything from watching X-Men 2 along with this... It's that the mutant gene comes from the male, which means it is his fucking <laughs> Yeah, they, they go out of their way to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, Stryker, because baby, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then, all right, so he's blown free from the records. <laughs> and... Do you get just yada yada Stryker? <laughs> <laughs> Stryker kills a baby. <laughs> I mean, because I already blah. said it. <laughs> and... <laughs> He's an advocate. We already know this. Yeah. Skip, the, skip over this. All right. And then so he takes uh, as a sign that he's innocent of the abomination of, of having a baby as a mutant. Uh, then Stryker then reveals that he plans to use Xavier to reach into the minds of all mutants and kill them. He believes his plan is ready uh, when he's able to make Xavier seemingly kill Cyclops and Storm. Stryker is then in an arena giving a speech to the public and president and other politicians while simultaneously acting his plan, oh, enacting his plan to kill all of the mutants. Magneto and the rest of the X-Men are able to save Cyclops. Magneto, he like makes a grand entrance into the arena and challenges Stryker in ideas. Um, and then the rest of the X-Men are actually saving... Xavier after Magneto like pulls a stunt where he pulls an elevator out and then they like revive Cyclops and Storm um they're able to uh save Colossus' sister and all that stuff too and then they she has save a name Xavier. she has a name Devin yeah Ilyan I said it already we just talked about I, I know. She Just because she doesn't have powers yet doesn't mean she's that important. But this is what's relevant about her now is that she's Colossus' sister. <laughs> anyway, Cyclops isn't content with the victory of rescuing Xavier and decides to challenge Stryker on, on the stage in a debate of morality. After giving a speech that dismantles Stryker's claims, Cyclops and the rest of the X-Men are held at gunpoint by Stryker a police officer who's managing the crowd shoots Stryker, and then he's arrested. Back at the mansion, Xavier's depressed about almost killing all of mutant kind, and then almost gives in to joining Magneto until Scott talks him out of it because Xavier's... Did you say be- till? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I fucked up. Speaking... <laughs> Because I, I went to say one word, and I read another word, and I was like, wait, that's not the word I wrote. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so it's supposed keep, to be until, keep, and then when, when till. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> that's it. 
Scott talks a lot of it. And then there's like this moment where like uh, they're on the balcony. Little Scott's out there and Storm comes out and she's like, hey, that was really something you did. And like holds his hand, and then you think they're gonna kiss or something. Was but that she just, like, I thought that him. was somebody. I thought that was the no, girl from the. Storm. I thought uh, that was the chick from um, the no. club at the beginning. No, no, no. That, that's it was Storm. Sure that Storm. Oh, yeah. white hair. No, that chick from the club just happened that one time. Because uh, whoa, I was gonna say it, but then you wanted to be PC, so I can't say it because you got white guilt. <laughs> that's. <laughs> But she, her last moment was like being like, uh, "Damn you, Kitty Pride, for saying that." But you're right. What Stevie Hunter is her name? You said yeah. the chick from the club. That's the dance instructor. Yeah, the dance thing. Yeah. I'm like Cyclops is at a club with the chick. What the fuck's going no, on he here? He wasn't at the club. No, I said. No, no. I Tony was, was just said. Oh, okay. chick at the club. So I'm like, Cyclops at a club with another chick. No. No. He only did that once. It was the Hellfire Club, and it was really yeah. weird. It was out of character. I still don't get why Morrison did that. It's like the one place you think he wouldn't go. Hey, we're finally past Morrison. It didn't <laughs> blow my mind as much. I thought maybe he wanted to fight. Like, he's pissed off. He's hoping some shit will go down so he has a reason to kick some ass. I guess, but why would they let him in? Because, the, well, the, uh, they think they can use it. Either way, we're not talking about Morrison anymore. <laughs> I'm not letting it happen. <laughs> we're done with it. Anyway, I think a uh, huge moral victory for Cyclops and... Uh, kind of paves the way where his character goes yeah, he stuck it right to the man yeah xavier <laughs> Eat it. which i guess xavier a dick moment wanting to give up on your dreams and uh kill all humans yeah <laughs> where he was like i can't believe i almost killed all the humans now i guess i'll give in to the guy who wants to kill all humans yeah yeah or anyway, he was like i can't believe i almost killed all the mutants i guess i'll oh try, yeah, yeah, try yeah for yeah, humans yeah, now yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, i confused it because that was that was that was the twist in x2, X2. yeah yeah which, do you guys want to go over X2 real fast, and then we could do, like, a comparison? Or do you want to do, like, notes on uh, God Loves, Man Kills first? Um, I think we should do notes first, since you just went over this. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then we could talk about how they compare. Uh, Purifiers. Fucking ruthless. Yeah. I thought I legitimately thought you were going to be like, fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, they kill children. Yeah. They're underselling them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, what, but they were rude. And then we have the Magneto moments, like, I will have my revenge! <laughs> I actually think Magneto was really level-headed, though. Yeah. In this book. Yeah, I think he was really well done, actually. A lot of character Weird development for him. he's level-headed when children are being murdered. <laughs> I get... I get where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he is mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of took me by surprise, because I thought he was going go in there to, like, kill people. And they're like, oh, no, he's just trying to talk. Uh, and I like at this time, you know, because I kind of miss this about the X-Men, that their powers individually have so many limitations. And so they're stressing that they have to work as a yeah. such a concise like team, like such a tight-knit one yeah, to get things done. And that there are plenty of times where that's uh, shown. <laughs> but I like how Kitty's like, well, we'll just break all the rules. But oh yeah, that was weird. That they perfectly st- in line with the rules. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like we'll break the rules, but stay within the rules to pass. It's yeah. like that doesn't make sense. How did they pass? I thought they did break the rules. They didn't stay within them. No, the, because they, the only time they really broke the rules is like Nightcrawler was supposed to move the block, and Colossus moved it. Yeah, yeah. Which, but then also, fucking Col- duh. Didn't Colossus, but no, but Colossus kill the robot? Was supposed to fight the robot. Yeah, and, and she, she 
beat it. Yeah, but Colossus could easily have killed that robot. And Wolverine needed to get out of the cage without cutting through it. Yeah. And he did, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I thought, like, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler showed him. And Nightcrawler bamfed him out. Yeah, which could have just done that in the first place. Yeah. But they were trying to use Wolverine's weight. Yeah. So I don't know how they passed because they cheated. Uh, but also, I think it was because Nightcrawler was like, I've never teleported a person before. So it was a lot of firsts, too. Yeah. So he was uncertain about it. So it was like, oh, they tried to do something first. And then, we'll, like, they were realizing, oh, no, we got to think outside the box here. And Nightcrawler's like, I guess I'll try to teleport him. Uh, I do, uh, going back a little bit. I do like the line that Wolverine said when they were watching the debate. Because mm-hmm. uh, the rest of them were kind of like, oh, this is bullshit, but it's, you know, it's whatever. And Wolverine was, like, trying to explain to him, like, no, you guys don't get how serious this is. If they, uh, if for some reason they decide that, like, mutants aren't people, then we don't have any rights. Yeah. Like, the government can just come and kill us and we have no rights. I, th- okay, uh... I'm going to hold off on what I was just about to say because it makes more sense when we're comparing the two. But um, this goes back a little bit. I forgot to mention it on Candy. But since we're talking about teamwork and everything, I think I thought it was really cool that even though Cyclops and Uncanny, uh, number 12, is doubting his leadership of the X-Men, as soon as he has a group of mutants together, he's right in the zone and he's giving them direct orders of like how to file out and all survive and move in groups of three and all this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's real Because cool. he's kind like, of he the best at it. Yeah. Yeah, we got like, him back there. He goes there. right back into the zone. So I thought that was cool. We didn't uh, bring it up then. Um, let's see. Uh, it is... Because uh, yeah. <laughs> I had this in a weird order. Uh, it is kind of racist. <laughs> God love man kills. Oh, the alleyway scene. Yeah, it's all about the oh, just no, that. no, 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 just the alleyway. I, I was like, the whole point of the book is that it's yeah, racist. But no, that's the one objectively kind of racist part. Where it's like there are no representations of anyone Hispanic until that moment, and they're all rapist gang members. Well, it's yeah. weird because I don't know if they were all Hispanic either. No, they were. For some reason, one had a turban, but yeah. yeah he was like, I thought one of them was black. Yeah, so I'm thinking too. They were all like, minorities. It was like just a group of minority <laughs> yeah. gang members or something. But they were like... I don't no, think no, any but, of them were white. No, no, no. It, it was how they were speaking, though. They were all speaking like cholos. Yeah, yeah that's just lazy. All right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, other note, though. The one time I didn't mind that Claremont did a fucking news thing because it was pertinent. Like it actually made mm. sense. Like, if he's doing an interview on the news, all right, show the news feed. But when it's just still, he goes out of his way to write in that they're in the news. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, how can we have things between Xavier and Stryker come to a head? Yeah. Fox News. Hey, you got one white dude <laughs> in that group. There's a white dude? Tell me that guy's not a oh, fucking that, Tom. That guy's white. Is that, is that Asian guy wearing a, a, a rice, hat, he is, he rice is. field hat? Yeah. <laughs> but they're all speaking like cholos. That's the crazy thing. Man, like you don't know that they're... They're all friends. <laughs> they're all friends. <laughs> like the alpha of that group happens to be a cholo, so they're, they all just yeah. adopted his... Well, it's like uh, how the ruler of Spain had a lisp. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. all of Spain now has a lisp. 
No, see, this one black guy's not. He said, we six to your one, bitch. You're going to smoke us all. What do the rest of them say? No, the rest all do talk like shit. I don't know about Tom, though. Tom, Tom didn't say shit. Yeah, Tom doesn't talk. But he's clearly white. He's Tom. Clearly. He had an ascot, so he's fucking Fred. Oh, but I just got to mention it real quick. That Scooby-Doo comic, they killed off Fred. <laughs> Oh, I just want to see somebody pull off the mask, and it's like, yeah. it's Fred! <laughs> um, uh, so. And my, my last general note, um, surprisingly large amount of rational people. Yes. And, I, kind of and you wonder me. where they go in the, X-Men uni- in, in the Marvel Universe, because it's like they become less and less. It's, um, actually, Tony, did you read the interviews in the back? No. He actually explains why he did all that. <clears throat> oh, okay. Because I thought it was weird too. I'm like, so you have Since time when? to read the interviews and watch X Men two and three. I didn't no, finish no, three. I started it. Well, because it's terrible. Well, because yeah. no, after the beginning, there's no more Cyclops. Yeah, yeah he just it. watched yeah. up. Movie's that over. <laughs> if, if you pause he it, watch the Gene comes back. Dude, Cyclops never dies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he because I thought that was weird too. Because yeah, in the common Marvel universe, you're not going to have all those people siding with the X Men over some racist dude like that. So. Yeah. It was very odd, but he, the reason why Claremont said he did it is because he wanted to have it seem like everybody worked together, and he thought it was uh, very important to have the police officer be the one to end Stryker and not actually kill him, Yeah. but for the police officer to solve the conflict, showing that we can all work together as one and not be like divisive. But also, it allows them to recycle a charismatic villain, because at the end, they're watching him be arraigned, and he's being let go and stuff, and they're like, man, he got a slap on the wrist. For trying to exterminate mutants. He said yeah. he didn't want that. He said he thinks people fucked it up. He didn't want Stryker for, to come back. For genocide. <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm, I'm no. saying that's what happens at the end. Like The, the X-Men are watching news, once again. And that's, how Chris, that's how Claremont <laughs> tells stories. I know. It's like, in reality, he wanted to be Wolf Blitzer all along. <laughs> you know, he said he went to um, fucking church services for six months. There are like people who do it every Sunday. Fucking, no, like different uh, church crib, services. Yeah. Like different to uh, see yeah. how they give sermons in order to make uh I can striker. kind of see that because he was really on top of yeah. the quotes. Yeah. I thought, he, man, this book is fucking great. That it was, is great. It does make it really uncomfortable, though, uh, reading the, the line from Kitty to Stevie, knowing that Chris Claremont wrote it. It's like, man, you are really white. Yeah, I get it, but <laughs> I, I think it makes perfect sense. It does. It, it does make perfect sense in the story. It's yeah. just... Because yeah. oh. it's like, what makes your your uh, racist persecution any, you know, worse than mine? Yeah. You know? And even Stevie says, she's like, yeah, she's right. Yeah. Because like, she's hurt by the statement, and she's like, but she's right, yeah. Yeah, he brought that up too. The interviewer asked him like about him saying that and during the times or whatever, and if he would do it again and all this shit. And he said he knew at the time everybody reading it was mostly like white males. So he said he was trying to make a point. Yeah. By having yeah. that in there, it would be jarring and like weird to hear. And that was what he was trying to do. It makes you stop and focus on what the book's saying. It's it's an important example of why context matters. Yeah. And not just being outraged that a word is in a thing. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, no, but it's how she's saying it is because she's being persecuted for being a mutant and she's being told to just let it go. Yeah, but also yeah. you got to think during that time, 1983, I'm sure that's said a lot more. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, because I mean, said more in a real sense, but I think it would be considered more outrageous now because there's just a lot of people who like to be outraged. Yeah. Who like I mean, to just be like, oh, that's offensive and, you know, try to shut it up. I mean, the quote, the exact quote that Kitty said, like, you wouldn't be upset if he called me that or you'd be more upset, you know? Yeah. That's not actually said that often. Sure, obviously, hateful things are said and racial stuff, but that exact quote is not something that's spewed often. No, not now. So it'd be weird no. as fuck because it was asked, like, would you use it today, you know? And Chris Claremont was basically like, I'll do whatever the fuck today <laughs> if don't let me. He's like, give me an X-Men book, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what happens. <laughs> fucking, fucking news happens. Like, <laughs> you, you just start getting news uh, channel, like, exposition he on every other just, page. They should give Chris Claremont just, like, a news comment. Ben Urich or whatever. His, his own he news probably show. got so upset when they switched from newspaper to... Uh, he should just paper. write the Daily Planet. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I could see him writing uh, Superman's Palace or, or, uh, or the Bugle. Do you guys remember that uh, news? There was actual news comic during Civil War. It was all about the news reporters. Yeah. Ironically, Claremont didn't write it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Um, uh, Frontline. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking Civil about because uh, they have one with Jessica Jones that's uh, that Pendus wrote. That's that, just um, about the Daily Bugle and like her. Covering news stories. Yeah, man. I Already mean, if sounds it's being, better. If it's being used like thematically for a story, that's cool. If it's being used yeah. every arc, every other issue for just a way to get out your exposition lazily, well, it's it annoying. It too, they use the news thing like not at all. They they're just like she's going out to find the news, but we're not going to like show you news reports. Oh, okay. Chris Claremont's like, I'm only going to show you news <laughs> reports. <laughs> Do you know how I would have told you that Wolverine was found dead? Fucking CNN. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't have shown you him die. Imagine him having a breakup with his girlfriend, so he like writes a letter into the news, <laughs> so she can. Re- He's like, you gotta watch this news. In today's news, Chris Claremont wants his girlfriend to know that he doesn't love her anymore. He's already out of the room. Yeah, it's just how he tells people. <laughs> Or even worse, he like built his own set and is like reading news to oh. like breaking news to all his friends. Oh man. So um Did we cover just how bad though Cyclops puts Xavier and Magneto to shame? Oh dude, he punks him straight up. Right. Oh that last speech? Yeah. Yeah, well, cause they're like, yeah, we should just kill all humans. And he's like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like That's so great. Yeah, so I flip through it. You can keep talking while I'm doing this. But you're leading up to a thing. The next thing I have to say is about X2 that takes us off topic. I love that picture. <laughs> you call that a human? <laughs> yeah, he's just pointing it. Nightcrawler's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> also, Nightcrawler is surrounded by the other X-Men, but they just blank him out for that I, panel. I know, it makes it so funny. Like, he's just <laughs> hanging out by himself and shit, doing nothing. Like, even the X-Men are like, ew. Man. I just feel like he just needs, like, a snack in his hand or something. I was gonna read this part, but it's so fucking long. So, I'm not gonna yeah, read <laughs> So, I thought the art, like, even though it wasn't as good as that Neil Adams art, he did a really good job at, like, setting up scenes and making it look like, kind of like we were talking about uh, Astonishing Kid, making it seem like you're watching a movie almost. Yeah, instead of the news. Yeah. Shot by <laughs> shot. Okay, I'll, I'll run through it real fast. Alright. So, toward the end here. I just think his speech is the most important part of the comic. Yeah. Um, 
you got Xavier saying, I swore long ago that I would see no more X-Men die. If Magneto is the only means to that end, then so be it. This is Xavier sort of deciding Magneto is right. Yeah. And here's Cyclops. I won't accept that, Charles. Granted, times are tough for us, and they'll probably get a lot worse. Granted, we probably could conquer the world, though the cost in blood would be staggering. But don't you see either of you talking to Magneto and Xavier? We are human too. A different branch, perhaps, but the same basic tree. Such a fundamental shift in attitude can't be imposed. To have any meaning, it must grow from within. You brought us together to fulfill a dream, Charles. One born out of hope and the noblest of human aspirations. And we've sweated and bled, and some of us have died several times. For this count. Yeah, one person a lot. <laughs> Most of the time, it's one person. <laughs> to make it a reality, I'm not prepared to give up. The means are as important as the end. We have to do this right or not. Uh, we have to do this right or not at all. Anything less negates every belief we've ever had, every sacrifice we've ever made. This, I think, is important, too, because some writers fucking forget that he said this. Yeah. That he did this. There's one book, specifically, that when I read, I actually got pissed off. That he quotes that uh, absolute power corrupts... Uh, uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And the ends don't always justify the... Like, the means or something like that. And he, he has a statement where he's like, I've lived my life trying to disprove the latter by use of the former or something like that. Where it's like, you just described him as a tyrant. Yeah. This book happens way before where he says specifically he doesn't believe that. How do you, how do you write an X-Men book? So I, was, I thought it was really weird. I thought when I read that book previous... In a book, I was like, this person well, doesn't get what they're writing. And that was when they were trying to make that hard shift of turning him into a villain. Well, and I think if you're if you're a writer for X-Men, no matter what you're doing, there's three mandatory stories you have to read before, or at least classic X-Men stories, yeah. before you can uh, write the X-Men, and that is one of them. Yeah. Because that, that covers the emotion of the persecution and the hate and the fear. Yeah. I mean, when it opens with children being shot for existing, and then when they ask why, and it's like, because you exist. Yeah. Like, that, you can't really explain what mutants go through any better than that. That was a very powerful scene that just straight executed right off the bat to show you, like, the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially something from like late 80s, fully expect it. Frank Miller. Yeah. He will kill some children. I don't, <laughs> I don't deny that. But early 80s, Chris Claremont. You might not be expecting that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting first page. Uh, like, not only did he kill children, he made a point to tell you how old they were. Yeah. He, that. He would, the boy was 11, that she would just turn 9. Yeah. It wasn't just... I mean, it, in like two pages, he made you know them and then killed them. Yeah. It wasn't just these two children, random faces, 
they were executed. He's like, no, this is a 9 and 11 year old, their brother and sister, their parents were just murdered. And they don't know they were murdered. Yeah, and they're being hunted down in cold blood, and they don't understand why. Be sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he tackled some uh, mature themes in here, too, because those dudes were going to rape Kitty, which was implied. Yeah, that was uh, fucked up. Who's also a child? He's 13, yeah, so. Um, I do Is also... she 13 in this? I thought she was older in this. She might be slightly older. She was still talking about it being inappropriate, her liking Peter. She's not 15 yet because she turns 15 in um, Excalibur. I thought it was inappropriate because, like... No, it makes she, sense. He's a, he's an adult. Yeah. And he's and she's a I child. I thought she was, like, 16 or 17 at least. Oh, no. No. She came in when she was 13. I think Peter came in when he was, like, 17 or 18 because it was very quickly he's an adult. Yeah. Um, so X2? Uh, yeah, kind of compare the, um, stuff of what happens. Because there are, uh, especially for early 2000s, there's some direct, like, clearly pulled from the comic and put into the movie fan service stuff. Which doesn't sound like a big deal now with all the Marvel shit going on, but there wasn't really any comic book movies at the time that were like pulling stuff from the actual comics like at least like to that extent like uh like blade was its own thing so you're okay in a roundabout way what you're saying or at least in a longer way you're saying that for the time they did a lot yeah well even kind of looking back on it i'm surprised i'm surprised by how much is actually pulled from the comic. He's trying to say it was a great movie. I, I'm not going that far. But. Yeah, I was going to say, I, if that's the case, I disagree with you. I was actually, when Justin got here, I was upset. I was upset that I had to watch this and my, um, like, my memory of the movie was tarnished with the reality of what it is. Because I remembered it as being the best X movie until first class. Oh, X-Men 1's the best X movie. You get the most Cyclops. Wow. <laughs> okay. And uh, Toad is badass. <laughs> that Nightcrawler scene in X2, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, the one thing that bugged me when he was spying on them is like, dude, your whole thing is that you make a loud noise and smoke come, uh, comes out. When you teleport, kind of hard to spy on people. You know that teleporting scene, though? Kind of the proto-Quicksilver uh, scene. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Where he's going around Absolutely. and fighting all the guys. I just didn't remember the choreography sucking so bad. Really? I, you thought it sucked? Yeah, compared to what it is now. And that's that's the thing. Well, is you always got to compare the past with the present and realize, well, things get better. So I don't really think For that me, sucked. that movie comes down well, to... Why do martial arts? I know those kicks are trash. Yeah, but he's fucking Nightcrawler. He's not fighting anybody who can fight him back. He's fighting Secret Service. They all can fight him back. Yeah, uh, but nobody, nobody could. They all caught hands and feet. <laughs> No one tried. That's part of the problem. He's an acrobat. Or those are acrobatic kicks, yeah. not martial arts kicks. And the Munich Circus, they call him <laughs> God, I got tired of that joke. Uh, Dude, I think... I forgot he had he had almost nothing to do. He had that scene, and then he tagged along with Gene and Storm, and then he saved Xavier. Well, I think the whole movie comes down to uh, three or four scenes that are... The whole movie might not be incredible as a whole, but those... Three or four scenes are great enough to kind of lift the movie up. Like the mansion scene where it gets raided, 
Yeah. Fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, Pyro, when he's just fucking murdering all the cops, great. You know what? I disagree with you. I thought awesome. No, no, I and I used to think that, and then I saw the effects of those fires, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" It was was real fire. Oh, you liar! It was. It just was a because back then they had to use real fire. No, not when he's throwing the fireballs at the cops themselves. Well, coming out of his hand, it's not real. Yeah, I know. That's what I was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was so obviously computer generated. Going out. Well, it, it, you need the widescreen version because mine looks great. <laughs> well, one thing I didn't notice because I hadn't watched a DVD in forever, especially a DVD that came out in the early 2000s. It's like, wow, man, fucking HD really changed a lot of things. Yeah. It doesn't. It didn't seem like it when it first changed over, but holy shit. Yeah. Well, because so we probably couldn't notice that before. Um, like, cause I can tell very clearly the difference between the, the pyrotechnics used to blow up the cars, which yes, that was real versus what he did seconds before to the officers. And I don't understand how you have the one. All right. So he's flanked. The fire didn't look that bad to me. He's flanked by two officers, right? Yeah. The guy and the, the, the girl, the guy shoots Wolverine in the head because Wolverine retracts his claws. That made no sense, but whatever. Like, he's saying get rid of the knives. He's like, I can't drop them, but yeah, they're gone. It made Watch. sense to me. How is, how is this? Dude, way because it's Wolverine. People so will grab shot. a pear, and the cop will shoot and kill you. Fucking Wolverine has these big-ass claws come out of his hands. And they disappear. The dude here is snacked. He's like, oh, fuck, snacked? Bam. You don't want to be hearing snacked. First of all, it's snicked. How no, it's snacked you? when it retracts. It's snicked when it goes out. <laughs> Snick, snack. Yeah. Oh, wow. Alright. I feel like he was waiting for you to argue with him on that. <laughs> I, um, I didn't expect it to anyway, say, oh, like, Cops will shoot you over like anything. No, because you're also forgetting he's white. Secondly, you're he's also forgetting he's a mutant. <laughs> but they don't know that yet. They think he's holding knives. He's got knives in his hand. He's got <laughs> knife hands. <laughs> yeah, but he thinks he's holding them. The his brother called the cops and said For being a Dick. No, no, no. no he he didn't say his mutants. brother he didn't told, say mutants. Yes, he did. He didn't say mutants. Yeah, he, he said, said we're, they're not letting us go. Y- yeah, yeah, mutants. No, <laughs> mutants weren't letting them go. No, he said we're being held hostage. They're not letting us go. He didn't specify mutants. Where'd also, though, Show when me. they when they leave, he has the bitchiest face. I hate his brother's face. Ronnie, <laughs> he's have like, you tried <laughs> not being a mutant? <laughs> I know that was so stupid. But anyway, um, that, does anybody feed that cat? By the way. Because it's eating everything. Yeah, it licks his claws. It licks a fucking tea. Like, that cat is starving. Feed your cat. Yeah, but that cat was a little fat, wasn't it? It was. I think it was just it's like, all hair. I'm, I'm tired of this gimmick. Get the cat off the screen. But anyway, so you have those two police officers. One shoots Wolverine. Yeah. And he drops. And they're like, get on the ground. And Iceman gets on the ground. And Rogue gets on the ground. And Pyro's just standing there. And he's like, you know what? You know those dangerous mutants you hear about? I'm the worst one. He pulls that line. It's so badass. And he pulls a fire out, and he throws a huge fireball at cop number one who just shot Wolverine. All the time in the world for the chick to just be like, bam, bam, yeah, bam. He took out the trigger it. happy one first. <laughs> and then, Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> but she has reason to. I'm just saying there's so much time. I'm between that and and also they're surprised that he's doing this, so they're surprised he's a mutant. So yes. they don't know that they're mutants. Well, or they out. they're surprised that he's throwing fireballs because <laughs> it's like it's like a mystery bag with mutants. You don't know what they're gonna do. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly the point. 
And I will say, uh, the X-Men movies, um, the one thing that they really took from Claremont is instead of opening everything up with a news report, they do it on an essay about genetics. Huh. Did they? They open and close all uh, the at podiums. At least the first few ones on uh, essays about like, they the mutant end, did chromosome. They, didn't they end the first X movie in the president in the Oval Office with the president? No, that was the second one. No, no, I know they do it with the second one. I was saying, didn't they do it in the first one? No, they end it uh, with a news report because <laughs> uh, they're on the they're on the couch and uh, they see Senator Kelly giving a speech. Oh, and like, How then he walks and his eyes flash yellow. I don't know who for. Because uh, <laughs> you ever notice that Senator Kelly just randomly flashes his eyes yellow to show you it's Mystique? That's just for us. Yeah, That's not for anybody. It doesn't make any sense why he would actually be doing that. I think it's supposed to be involuntary. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a tell. Then people should have noticed. Yeah. It's one of those things the like people are stupid. They have to add a look to it, like when people use their mind powers in comics, they always draw some so she's something wavy lines. So yeah. like how uh, Ditto in Pokemon will take the shape of something, but it always has those stupid Ditto eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I was saying, uh, how it, it, how it was so the good close scene, to, the, but you also you forgot all the great scenes. You said there were yeah. like four great scenes, three to we, four, and then we stopped on the second one. You said because. Pyro and fire. Well, you talked about the first one, the Nightcrawler scene. Okay, yeah. Uh, And then, arguably, you could say um, the Jean Grey scene at the end, but that's like... I like that scene, though. Yeah, but... That was promising a better sequel that we didn't get. Yeah, yeah, because Brett Ratner. Yeah. uh, Because X-Men movies can only be uh, directed by somebody who commits sex crimes. Oh. (laughs) I don't know why. So it was sex crimes. So we, so we were like, what is his deal? Was Is he like a pedophile, like allegedly or something? It's still no, alleged, he, right? No, he definitely harassed uh, women. Uh, Brian Singer? No, no Brian Singer is a pedophile. That's what we were saying, yeah. Uh, Brett Ratner. Is uh, this a creep? He, at the very least. I, I gotta look into it more, but he's at least a creep. Yeah. At least. We'll always um, do that. Because he, he got kicked off of all the DC shit because he's a creep. Oh, he, he, he was like uh, Weinstein. I mean, I'm not worried about it. I'm not sad about it. It's just weird yeah, uh, that <laughs> everything, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable to feel like the, uh, the person who makes everything you enjoy also likes having sex with children. Like, why is that their thing? Yeah. But they may happen to make the stuff you enjoy. Yeah. Feels dirty enjoying anything. Did you throw out your R. Kelly collection when you heard? <laughs> yeah. You pissed all over it. I have, a, I have a coworker who's been bumping R. Kelly for days. I'm just like, <laughs> have you not heard? No, that's the fucked up thing. Is that the more people are hearing it, the more people are playing it. After right? that R. Kelly I, show came out, his streams went up. Yeah, it, it, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't even make the joke. <laughs> but I told you why people down. I told you why people don't care about R. Kelly. Uh-huh. You did? Yeah. He assaulted black women. Oh. Yeah. I know fucked why. Up. Yeah, it is fucked up. But uh, either way, this is a maximum. But it's not even black women. It's black children. Yes. It's children. Children. Yeah. But, all right. So Arcology. the other badass scenes? Those were all the the scenes. 
There's not really that. Uh, to me, though, that um, well, the you, okay you invasion the, scene, the mansion invasion yeah. scene. That is the yeah. uh, that and the pyro scene to me are the uh, best scenes of the movie. Magneto scene. I'm going with. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> oh, Magneto breaking out of the with those two metal balls yeah. and making oh, the plates yeah. and shit. That's a great That's scene a good too. One too. Yeah. So it is just a bunch of great scenes surrounded. I like that by... you finally got Cyclops fighting, but I hated how he got taken out so yeah. fast with uh, Yuriko. I mean, it is fucking Lady Deathstrike, but it was Dude, too quick. Why do those uh, darts though not affect any adult at all? I think no, they would have. He was just fighting too hard, and plus he had his suit on. So he was shot, but he was shot through a coat and a suit. So you could argue that, like, it didn't really... Because, I mean, they're super suits for a reason. Like, you got to be like, okay, they did something. I took it as they were going to affect him, just not right that second. Yeah. He was sort of like, bitch, and then shot him. Yeah. I didn't like that his optic blasts weren't doing much. Yeah. Because he basically was... That counted for, like, a tackle to both those guys. Well, pretty much. It's a hard, uh, hard punch. What they basically equated to. It needs to be a lot harder know, than that. No, but it's supposed to be harder than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends. If it hits skin, it's just a punch. If it hits concrete, it's an explosion. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the um, the house scene, though. The, yeah. Uh, Mansion scene. Yeah. I. Okay. That, that is one of the, the probably the the best uh, if not yeah. top five X Men scenes, just because that was a great Colossus really? scene. It was yeah, they blue balled you with Colossus so yeah. badly there because he's like I can help and he's like Nah, fucking you yeah, look, babysit in the sequel. See, I was so <laughs> underwhelmed by that whole thing because it felt like they could have did so much more, but it was just Wolverine and even Wolverine was underwhelming. Well, no, I Wolverine was all commando stabbing people. Well, and I around like, stabbing people's feet. The, corners, he and was the kids getting away. That was know, great. Man. Like seeing Kitty run through the walls. Yeah, and then Kitty the interaction when he first meets Stryker is like that. There's a lot of tension there. And then even Stryker being like, "Look a wall of ice out of nowhere." Yeah. I want well, more Ice Man. Just him coming. He's like, "You want to shoot me? Shoot me!" And then they don't shoot him. Yeah, like that scene is great. Now you're hitting everything, yeah. bro. Well, yeah, I just wanted more. It was just Wolverine. I just wanted more. There was so much possibilities there with Colossus being there and yeah. Iceman being right there, too. Well, I mean, because we're... But now we're talking about why that franchise sucked as a whole and why Marvel's going to do better. Yeah. Because they made it too Wolverine-centric. I mean, it was yeah. still cool for when it happened. It's just also part of what eventually got me out of liking Wolverine because they just keep throwing more and more and more Wolverine at you. And you're like, well, what about the rest of the X-Men? What does bug me is the little jabs that they take at Cyclops for, like, no reason. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, this is Cyclops' car, and the Backstreet Boys is playing. Like, uh, Cyclops, like, sick out. Uh, Backstreet Boys. In sync. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. It's bye-bye-bye, obviously. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I should be <laughs> fucking tart and feathered for not knowing the difference. Yeah, no, that was shitty. Uh, and then he's like, oh, it's Cyclops, huh? And then he stabs the ignition like, that's how you hotwire a car? <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> like, and I think, uh, canonically, his claws are uh, 12 inches. Uh, uh, so that I think would... they bounce between 9 and 12. Yeah. yeah. yeah Depends on what he's taking. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, we were talking about it. The Wolverine scene that I preferred was in Apocalypse when he was like actually slicing. You saw blood, you know what I'm saying? So if it was more like that, like more savage, because they really towed the line. 
Well, I think that they well between him stabbing the guys and infiltrating in apocalypse because he was like murdering motherfuckers. It was blood everywhere and shit. But that's the the difference in uh, standards and practice yeah. and stuff. Like, they, well, that's that's they, why Logan's uh, fight scenes were so much better. In is in, because they, uh, old man Logan. Yeah. Well, cause, like watching X Men Two, like when he kills those four dudes like at the same time by like jumping on them. Yeah. Like stabs the two down and then does that stupid flip to that the shit other. Was yeah. Cringe. Um, like, it, nothing looks like it hurts because there's no impact. It's just people getting thrown around. Yeah. Where, like, Logan, you see, like, the claws go right through a guy's face. Yeah, and, and it's just what they'll allow to do. Like, because that, those, it's not use, a creative issue, it's, uh, it's a money issue. Well, I didn't use Logan because, obviously, that's R, you can do a lot more. But, uh, in Apocalypse, he just seemed more savage like even if he took damage because wolverine wasn't even taking that much damage which that's a shot in the head that's a big thing yeah but i mean in that fight that's like a big thing of wolverine is to see him take that damage and keep fucking going yeah yeah which man that that is randomly his weakness is getting shot in the head i think that's like a weakness of all of us hey man (laughs) i would argue that even if you have an animatium skeleton and you have a healing factor you get shot in the head it's at least like a knockout punch for a second. It hurts well, a saying, whole lot. It only if you do it once. You're at least getting a concussion. If you, if you, like Frank Castle shot him in the face, uh, point blank with a shotgun, and it just tore his, the skin on his face off. Like, or he'll get lit up with machine guns, and uh, he's all right. But he got like shot once in the head with a nine millimeter and fucking down. It's just writers. Okay, but also you're you're comparing comics <laughs> to the movie. You can't do that. Because no, he gets shot in machine any, guns all the time. I'm sure one hit uh, hit him in the head. I mean, he's been one punch knocked out. I would assume a shotgun would have been strong enough to knock him out. Yeah, well, a tree knocked him out in the first movie. <laughs> um, just go back to the first movie when he's got the. So like, a couple blacks, things. Like, what was uh, he doing? Uh, a couple <laughs> notes though on X two. Uh, I like. A lot when uh, the Blackbird is being um, flanked by those jets, and then and they're telling them to like go down and stuff, and they're not responding. And you have the pilot like angrily just like yeah go, down. but like he's doing it as if like the two people in traffic, and he's <laughs> like, hey, you're like pull over, get look, over. Like that's why they have radios. <laughs> So it's like I thought it was so funny that you have two he's, jets. He's, he's like doing like, the like, window thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And then also, Rogue unbuckles when they're starting to do like barrel rolls and shit, and everyone's buckled up, and she flies out the back because the back gets blown open, and Nightcrawler has to teleport out and grab her and teleport her back in. She's an unbuckle. I thought she was never buckled. Yeah, she was never buckled. Oh, it looked like she just took the shit off. No, she just put it like you know, you know when you uh, you see a cop and you realize your seatbelt's not on, you just like you kind of put it over yourself. Oh. She kind of did that. She just loosely put it on because it, it wouldn't clamp. She couldn't get it, but they didn't really have time to waste. Like yeah. they just said, "Fuck you, rogue. We gotta go." Nah, it was like that scene in Jurassic Park where he realized both the, his seatbelts oh, were connected, so he just yeah. tied them together. Also, if you can afford, do you ever think about that? If you can afford an entire island full of dinosaurs, um, I'm sorry, dinosaurs, dinosaurs, <laughs> dinosaur, the dino DNA. 
<laughs> you can't afford a helicopter with seat buckles? I think it's more, uh, you know when you like you get in the backseat of somebody's car. Stop and... rationalizing it. Just let me have this. <laughs> no. I mean, like, you ever get in the backseat of somebody's car and the, like one of the... It's pushed all the way back. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pushed all down and you're like, what the fuck? And you like, you clamp the seatbelt into the other one and go away. But uh, those Easter eggs, I wanted to talk about the Easter eggs in X-Men 2. Okay. When uh, Mystique gets into the computer. By the way, she ruins that guy's life. Nobody ever talks about that. Uh, that janitor, she ruined his life. Oh. Because uh, if you saw you walk past you. With no explanation? Yeah. Wearing your clothes in a secure place where other people couldn't be. That would drive you insane. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that's not a ha 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 ha. That's a, I'm going to, I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm clearly going insane. Uh, but when she's in the computer. Um, I kind of looked into the names that show up on the computer. Not all of them, but I got a good list of names. Because there was uh, Cannonball, Husk, uh, the Silver Samurai, Garrison Kane, Gambit, Magneto, Artie Maddox, Multiple Man, Karma, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Proteus, and uh, uh, Danny Moonstar. Mm-hmm. I don't know and who Garrison is. Garrison Kane? Yeah. Uh, just what it said right yeah. there. Uh, it says Weapon X. Don't know. Um, I'm just saying I didn't know if you guys knew what I was saying. That's all I really know is it said, when I looked him up, it said Weapon X. And then it had Magma there, too. There was a longer list, but I couldn't make out a lot of the names besides, like, Magma. I thought it was weird, though, because I thought maybe this was, like, mutants that they had tabs on in their facility. But it clearly couldn't be because, uh... Artie. Artie. Yeah, Artie Maddox. He's a kid with the split tongue who's with the X-Men. Oh, okay. No. Um, no. Yeah, they don't have him yet. When That, I guess that, but no, Jamie there's Maddox. another uh, name on that list. I'm trying to remember. No, they have Storm's name on that list. And it's like, you don't have Storm. Yeah, they do. Uh, th- I think it's just a tab of uh, yeah. mutants they know about. Because it's Monroe Aurora. Yeah. Aurora, yeah. Which, come on, man. You guys know about Remy LeBeau and... Nobody's going to get Gambit. Well, they have to know about Remy LeBeau. He's in. Uh, I know he's in the Origins. computer. No, no, I know, but he's in Origins, which sets all this up. I don't get. <laughs> don't you rationalize it with Origins? I don't get how Stryker shrinks though, because there's a moment where like, oh, it's 15 years, man. You haven't changed one day, but I've changed quite a bit. Nature, sure. you know. And then like, he's black in one of the movies, and then he's a white midget in another one. Or no, uh, you. No, I'm talking about um. Fuck. William Stryker? No, yeah, no, I'm Trask. Yeah, Trask. Yeah. That that's who uh Stryker's pretty much the same. No, they have a, they, they recast him too. Yeah, because he's gotta be a young dude. Yeah, but they But he's a different guy who's taller than yeah, the guy he's just a random white guy. Yeah. By the way, that, that dude who plays Stryker in uh in X Men two, he gets cast as that character a lot. Yeah? Yeah. That makes it's sense. it's weird. Like, but that specific character, like somebody who's hunting down like freaks. Yeah, because he's in uh, the Born series, right? Yeah, yeah. He's always a guy like on a computer who's hunting down like some. Or person. the guy commanding guys who are on computers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought uh, I thought it was cool. The like 
they threw in a couple that were like on the team, but most of them were just Easter eggs. Yeah, and um, you know, like Cannonball and Husk were there. That was cool. Yeah, I thought you guys would be stoked about Husk. And the Max yeah, Boss, the Husk. Like the Max Boss name with the two next to it. Yeah. Um, and that's what they did too. Was uh, Guthrie, and then two. parentheses two. Um, Even though there's like twelve. Yeah. <laughs> They all die though. It's but sad. there's even more Jamie Madraxes. Yeah, fuck you! I use your multiple. Uh, yeah. Hey, that storm. Uh, <laughs> that storm scene was pretty dope too with the tornadoes. Yeah, but then she just stops helping once they fucking launch <laughs> missiles at them. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I guess I'm done. Like, My powers were... are useless now." It's really annoying yeah. too. Like, it's shitty that Scott's the only one upset that Jean is left. Like that Jean sacrifices herself. Wolverine is too. Yeah, they were both crying. They were like, he they, well, he's kind of crying. But you I mean, like everyone else, night. like she's like, uh, like supposed to be all their friends and the mentors of the children, and they're all just like, so that happened. So, <laughs> d- does anybody else get the feeling uh, during that scene that that uh, Cyclops is gonna kiss Professor? Oak? I was gonna say, I was gonna say that like Patrick Stewart was gonna turn over and kiss like uh, uh, James Marsden on it, the lips or something. It looks close. I know. <laughs> I know. He's too good of an actor. He's taking it too seriously. And it's <laughs> and like, he just, he's smiling. And it's like such a fucking retarded moment. Um, we're going to get into comparing them, though. Because I only saw... I, I the only, only saw real comparison is... Uh, and the, it's sh- what surprised me the most is, like, them getting Professor X to... Um, kill mutants. Yeah, to kill all the mutants and then them switching it on humans. But that wasn't even in God Loves, Man Kills. Magneto doesn't have him switch to humans. Are you sure? I thought there yeah, was no. something where he switches. No, because Magneto is uh, getting his ass kicked. He's being a good No, not good that boy. Magneto did it, but somebody switched him to killing humans. No. Maybe I made that up. No, no, no. You're seeing humans, people who are presumably humans get hurt, but it turns out that they're mutants. There's that one senator who the whole time is like, you fucking believe what this guy's saying? Talking about Stryker being an extremist. And then you have the head of the purifiers who turn out to be a mutant all along. And Stryker's like, be gone, bitch. And she goes flying off the podium. Yeah, but doesn't break um, Was it like the president or something? Somebody. It was a random, like a prime minister of another yeah. country or some shit was a mutant. Maybe my head just made that up. Yeah, so but you're seeing people who look normal start suddenly start to bleed, but... It's because they're secretly mutants. But yeah, that was the only connection I saw was that Xavier... And that Stryker exists, and that he has a son who's a mutant. And that, yeah, I guess they kind of... He's a reverend now, but he used to be military. Yeah. Oh, but they the, took out the entire Cyclops aspect. getting kidnapped at the beginning. Yeah, but it, it would have been Cyclops and uh, Storm. Yeah. And it was more that Stryker was trying to use mutants as tools rather than find them to be abominations. To God, a Magneto helping the X Men, and that's pretty much it. I didn't notice this before, but it's like she's sliding down a glass tube into death. <laughs> yeah, I know it was really weird. That Cyclops blast was dope, and it didn't make sense. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. I wrote it down here. Uh, geometry powers at its finest <laughs> through the fucking bamf though. He can't <laughs> yeah. even see in there. He's like, I'm just gonna shoot it through your bamf. It's gonna work out. Yeah, just he grazes like the side of his head. I do like that moment though, where he's like, you know, either one of us could have stopped uh, Professor X, and Wolverine's like, yeah, but if I did it, he would have died. You just knocked him out, so 
Good job. Yeah, but he's like one. He was gonna stop one of us, and he had to get stopped. Yeah. And uh, I think you you forgot to mention it in your overview, but um, they uh, I liked how they didn't just sort of like Charles kill Cyclops and Storm. Uh, he made uh Professor X think that they those two were the reason that he was getting hurt. Oh, no. So we wanted to turn okay. it back so on. So I purposely didn't add it because I figured we'd just get into it when we got into detail. Because an overview is an overview. It's not a detailed review. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that was... Then a cop shoots like a striker. Right? It's like, it's I strike you, striker. <laughs> How's it feel to get struck? Bob bullet. <laughs> no, you're arrested, you mutinating ass. <laughs> That's so stupid. Striker got struck. I I looked over that part over and over again, and I cannot figure out uh, where the beam comes from that knocks Magneto's uh, helmet off. Yeah. Because Striker's just like bah, <laughs> and then a fucking beam just hits Magneto. Like it's Im- kind of implied that he shoots it, but he's not a mutant. He no, kind of hates it, them. It comes from Xavier. Does it? Because it just it seems it's, like it's fucking out of It's nowhere. all of Xavier's psychic force because he uses it initially. Because they yeah. show it happen when you see him hit uh, Scott and uh, Aurora. Yeah, as a cyborg. Yeah, exactly. He straight up breaks that chick's neck. He does. He's just like, fuck you. It's kind of like he, when you get your socks knocked off. He's like knocked his helmet right off him. But I think if... If X2 actually pulled from this book to be the movie, the, the plot of the movie, it would have been way better. I think they they purposely ignored it, like making it a religious persecution against them. Um, and so then you have these kind of cheap platitudes of, uh, you know racism and bigotry towards mutants where it's like well have you tried not being a mutant and what do you mean you people moments right but you have no real like no one's acting hatred like with any hatred or fear outside of a couple cherry-picked moments whereas in god love man kills god loves man kills uh you get constant examples of that so I, it would have been a, like it's weird that the book was more mature than the movie, and if the movie was just more like the book, it would have been a much better movie, costumes and all. Yeah, well, and they were able to get away with a lot more in this because it was released directly as a graphic novel and not as like single issues. It's not for the wee lads. Yeah, good. <laughs> wee little fuck lads. the wee little lads. <laughs> I mean, that did bum me off though because I was like, I wanted to get single. Don't, don't fuck the lads, Brian Singer. If you're listening to this, don't, <laughs> don't listen to us. Dude, we don't mean that literally. Don't fuck the lads, <laughs> especially the wee little. And uh, Brett Ratner, I'm not sure what you do, Dude, but, but if don't that you do, do don't that. do it either. Don't do the um, thing you do. That whoever's taking well. over X Men, don't don't be a child fucker. Yeah, uh, Disney, watch out for that. Yeah. It's 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 not difficult. I mean, background check. Yeah, you know. Well, and if if you are, and a, if you don't, a child molester, te- just stop. <laughs> just, <laughs> and, and and if you are a talented director, and you don't do any of that stuff, but you think it's funny to joke about it, don't don't joke about it. We already lost James Gunn. He was great. He was we, supposed to set up the next twenty years of Marvel movies. <laughs> 
And then just a 10-year-old tweet. They're like, get, get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He went to D.C., didn't he? He did. Yeah, he's suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah. For your information. <laughs> I am so excited for that movie. You sound excited. I'm really not. I care less about Suicide Squad. <laughs> I'm legitimately excited. Fuck you. It's not going to be good. I don't care. James Gunn. It sure can. The first act of the first movie was amazing, and then the rest, it was like not so great. Everybody says that, but all it was was exposition. But fun exposition. Thanks. Exposition can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be good because it's James Gunn doing it, but... It'll, it'll you see Harley Quinn go crazy fun, and get punched in the good. face by Batman underwater? Tell me that wasn't awesome. It was okay. How dare you? You got you, you should have, like hey, domestic you just violence have, more. <laughs> you just have really low standards for DC. Well, DC sets you up to have low standards for DC. Yeah. <laughs> I, keep, I get in arguments with people all the time. They're like, oh, you should go see this movie. It's actually a good DC movie. And I'm like, is it? Or is it the best DC movie? And they're like, well, it's the best DC movie, but yeah, it's not good. Aquaman was worth watching. I heard that was the, great. You See, you didn't even say it was good. You just said it was, it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. You also told us to watch Fantastic, so I don't trust your opinion. <laughs> well, because that's not long at all either. That's like 70 minutes, maybe. <laughs> 75 minutes. It's a short movie. Which is, which is weird because, like... They they needed more time. Yeah, no, but apparently the no no they had to cut a lot out. The director got exactly. actually upset because he wasn't able to make the movie he was trying to make. Yeah, way wall. So he got stuck with a bunch of shit that he didn't want, <laughs> and a cut of the movie he didn't. Want. Um, I feel like we're kind of done here. I think so. I feel like we're <laughs> real long right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that has been uh, this issue of Mex Men. Uh, yeah, check out uh, the Facebook page and. All the other shits at Max Men Podcast. Uh, I'm Tony. I'm Richard. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I'm Devin. <laughs> yeah. Have a good one. <laughs>